Welcome, friends, to the Joe Blow Horror Show, where we review, rate, discuss, and break down horror movies, not horror films. Coming at you from the Gay Garage, episode 22, and this is a very special episode, Degenerate Darius, and why is that? We have our friend here, who we are calling... No, I... Actually, was talking about all the beer we have. Oh, yeah, we're going to say a ton of beer. Yeah, we, we've got... Beer, this pizza... We I don't know if you can call it beer. It might be legally liquor. For some of them, yeah. No, but seriously, we have our first guest, um, Busy Busy B, man. Pleasure Welcome to the show. Welcome Pleasure. to the show. We've been talking about you, well, since probably episode, one of the first episodes. The man behind the, I always say man behind the scene, but you know, the... Uh, behind the curtain. No, I always get the Alice Cooper song and the, and the Friday the 13th, the man behind the mask. Every time I talk about the man behind the scene, that song plays in the back of my head. Or the guy yeah. under the stairs looking up at you. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. Get down there. Yes. No, Brent is here. He's in the, in, in between the ferns. He's in the studio. <laughs> He's in the studio with us live. Um, and talk about a hell of a guest. You set the bar high, so we have a couple of guests out there that I know are listening that are coming on. He uh, he hooked us up with some beer, so we, we're going to get into that in a minute here. But um, he also designed our logo. Oh yeah, yeah, he yep. He's yep. done a ton. Busy B man, yeah, he's he's done a lot of behind the the scenes stuff. Um, so it's been this is a hundred percent drunk Darius's fault, and I'm throwing him under the bus. But I think this is like our second or third episode we recorded since what fucking May May sometime. Right, it's all my fault. Yes, do I dare tell our fans that? Uh, or, or I should say, fan. Hi, mom. That uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose your wife probably listening to this too. <laughs> oh man, earmuffs. We'll have to give the earmuff code about 800 times. This is this is not a family-friendly episode. No, but um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, do we dare tell the fans that we think we figured out the echo? If you're hearing this and it still echoes, then send all of your hateful emails to joeblowhorrorshow at gmail.com. But Drunk Darius did say he fixed it. I think I fixed it. Oh, man. I could pay $0 for this. So Right. He gets paid zero dollars, and I'm hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the hole. So <laughs> there's that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Onward. Yes. Well, what's new? What's been happening? It's you know what we're gonna what do they call it? Break the fourth wall. Uh, it is October 26th, so you guys will probably be getting this right around Christmas time. Uh, you know, knowing how drunk. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is editing. 
whatever. Uh, yeah, zero dollars. Yeah, hey, we as of as of today, we still don't have a Serbian film out yet. So yeah, because waiting for your dumbass. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, okay, all right. onward. Yeah, we're man, we're we're, we're a fucking choo choo train, and we're off the rails right now. So fucking Snowpiercer is going right into that mountain. Okay, so I guess any uh, anything new since we've last recorded? I mean, probably a lot since. It's been like eight months since uh, you know our listeners have heard anything, but it, fall is here, man. Fall is legit here. The trees are falling. Uh, do you have trees are falling? The leaves are falling. Uh, it's fucking cold. We're in the garage. We got the heater ripping, so it's definitely. What is? Tell us about Halloween with your family uh, growing up. Your family now. I mean, is it just kind of like another? kind of holiday or do you guys do anything or decorate or yeah well um being from eastern iowa we actually fucking went out on halloween not this beggars night thing so uh you know we, I, we're the same way like is it beggars or beggars night i or whatever i i, I don't i don't beggars. know um, yeah i i know that the night before halloween was always like hell night and that's where the violence in the the graffiti happened Right. So yeah, like Devil's Night. Right, try. right. So no, we uh we always uh we grew up in an acreage uh just south of Iowa City. So yeah. just me and my brother, and my sister. But we had friends in town. We definitely go out. Um, as I got a little bit. How, older. how old were you when you stopped uh, trick or treating? Uh, I was told not to go after uh junior high, but I probably went back after I was about thirteen. What did you dress as? So towards the towards the end, it was like black hooded sweatshirt and some mask and like that's yeah. it. Uh, my, it was funny. My mom was just saying the other week uh, she had me in like some Hulk, like homemade Hulk thing with some grease, green grease paint yeah. that wouldn't come off for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's so on me. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, yeah. Halloween was always a fun time where I was at. We uh, we definitely celebrated. You know, decorating, it was just, you know, carving pumpkins. Uh, we were just doing stupid shit out in the country. Right. Blowing stuff up. Like, yeah. I was 12 the last time I went. I dressed as Nelly. Just put a band Nelly? under my oh. eye. Black man. Everything too? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can get away with it. Man. You're never running for office. I want to say, yeah, we went until, I bet, I might have been 14 or 15 the last time we went. You're still going. I would, I totally would. What about now, uh, Busy B, do you you guys decorate at home at all? Yeah, definitely. The first year, kid was Batman, so I got a a two-year-old, and that's fun to kind of get him back into it. uh, I got him, it was all hand-me-down stuff. I mean, I don't think I probably spent... 50 bucks on a kid in the last like two years. Like, he's got like five cousins, so yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, seeing I you know seeing that in a kid's eyes is, is pretty neat. Um, For but, sure, you know, yeah, it's definitely it's a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, I I use the excuse it's it's, it's for the kids, but I love decorating not only for Halloween, but yeah, we I blew a fuse, so I've got like a 12 foot tall like uh, uh, Jack. What do they call it? Jack? Like the jack jack o' lantern, like the tall, oh, yeah. whatever, and the fuse blew on it. Uh, but I've got my big pumpkin outside, so we have a few things that we we have set up. We don't do the lights and stuff yet, but yeah, I ran over your, your skeleton dog last year, mm-hmm. and then you never put it out after I bought you a new one. Well, well yeah, they're out now. Now you got one and a half. Yeah, I've got one and a half because he's got a 
broken leg and a busted paw. But you know. what's cool, my brother-in-law is a, he's a November first kid, so he's all in on Halloween. He's probably got a couple grand out in his yard. Oh you know, no shit! Every year he's adding to it. It's yep. try to scare kids when they come by. I think he, he he's got this really scary like uh, autom- automatronic uh, skeleton thing that nice. is creepy. Just in general, yeah. I'd do it if I could afford it. He's got a real skeleton too, like an actual like oh like a from a classroom. Type. No shit. It's it, it just legit. Out. Like what? Yeah. How? Like an actual well, he's, human he's skeleton? like a chemist type. Uh, he's a he's a he's a dentist. Legally, so you can own a skeleton. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive uh, as hell, but I think it's a check. It's a, like literally an Asian woman. Have you ever seen uh, an Asian woman? Yeah, it's. I don't know it's an Asian woman. Yeah, it's not a kid. <laughs> no, it, it might yeah, be three foot eight, but it's not a kid. It's an Asian woman. No, he's got a story on it too. He's like, yeah, I ended up, you know, buying it from an auction on some like, you know, scientific thing. Really? Oh man! Man, when I die, I want to be a skeleton at someone's house. And the creepy thing <laughs> going down that road, it. my brother's into like uh, medical sales, so he has to work on cadaver bodies. No Ooh, shit. He's got some photos, like a head, like, like with no like stuff in it. Shit. And he's like, sends me, he's like, here's my office today. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? It is gory. What is that? It's the Italian job when they get the, the big yeah. guy? And he's like, he's a mortician and he's like eating a sandwich when they call and he puts a sandwich on the body and answers the phone. No, it's uh, <laughs> Gone sixty seconds. Oh yeah, gone. Yes, oh, okay. yes. Yep. That's crazy though. Yeah, no. It's. Uh, I want to yeah. see those photos. I'll I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll find them for sure, and I'll uh, I'll maybe uh, censor his face out. But well, I don't know if we yeah. can post people's. Uh, yeah, it yeah, yeah that, that might be. <laughs> might get banned from. Do you hear about that? Uh, people donate their body to science, and they're going to like this lab in Arizona, and the dude is making like zombies out of them, like. Sewing different body parts to different bodies. Medical, it's Return of Living Dead shit, man. Like, it's crazy. Donate your uh, body, your grandma's body, to medical science, and the army ends up using it to see how it blows up when they shoot shit at it. Oh man, that you know, and that is probably true. There's more yeah. cases of probably that. Yeah. Where you, they, you Ballistic know, tests and whatever. Right. right. It's like you know, I want, I need to see like your how your body decomposes. Right. Thing, we're gonna blow the fuck out of you. Yeah, I'm not. I don't do any of that. No, sorry. I, I'm gonna be intact. I want to be when I come in and when I leave I, this yeah. earth. Yeah, or burn me. I want to burn I want part of me up in this lake in Minnesota. I want part of me in this hockey rink. Just bury me underneath the hockey rink. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um, so typically at this point we would get into horror, horror happen, horror. Is a horror or horror? Horrors. Horror happenings. Horror. 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 But we're going to introduce something else. So we've got a few special guests on the docket, and we thought it would be fun, uh, and by we I mean me, uh, to do a little something to kind of get together to, you know, get to know the special guests a little bit. Uh, uh, you think we should head on down to the Titty Twister first? Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go to the titty twister first. Everyone, we're going to take a, uh, a a little step into our favorite bar, the titty twister. Hey, 
And let's. What are we drinking tonight? Well, I suppose I'm gonna have to answer that question since they're all in front of me. So rather than just the standard growler, uh, we have the buffet of beers. So we have one, two, three, five separate beers we're drinking tonight. So I'll run by them real quick here. Remember, um, oh, while I'm doing this, busy bee, check to see if we can check in um, on Untapped. Okay, so we are going to be slurring our words even more than normal by the end of this episode because we've got quite uh, quite a few. So the first one we have, I think the beer is just called Five, and it's from Cahoots Brewing. Um, to be honest, I didn't. all I saw when I bought this was a $30 price tag. $30 for four beers. So there's four pounders here. I figure, man, if you if, if you like your beer that much to sell four of them for 30 bucks, it's got to be pretty good. There better be some um, molly in there. Holy maybe. shit. Well, it's 15% alcohol, so, I mean, it might as well be. So the the Funt Cahoots, starting off with that. Again, we're Who's doing... Who's the brewery? Uh, the brewery is Cahoots. Cahoots Brewing. Yep. C-A-H-O-O-T-S. Um, in... What Busy B is looking at now is, is he tried to create a check-in for us. So you can find us on Untapped. Follow us. Uh, I'm on Untapped under Boss Tuna. You can check out the beers that we drink on there. We will be posting all of these. Uh, the one that we're currently drinking right now, however, is Hop Roulette. It's a double dry hopped double India Pale Ale. Um, in, in all of our beers tonight, at least from uh, Busy B, are, are horror-themed. So this one's pretty cool. It's got like a like a zombie that's army crawling through uh, a bunch of hops. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty dang cool. So this one here smells like a good IPA, and it's uh you know I it's pretty I, I'm not a fan of the dry hopped as much. I you know the thing with this one, it's got like a weird yeast, like a, more of a European. No. Yeah, you know, I got. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge beer snob, but I definitely like my double. And the really, that one is a, a used a lot. Too. Yeah, I think you know a double IPA, a dry hop IPA. It's yeah. always kind of like it's a hit or miss. I think it's the dry hop that I don't like. Well, it's a twenty dollars four pack. You know, oh. you're gonna get burned. Yeah, you know, yeah, I find you're gonna probably get more burned. Than right. Yeah. yeah. Well, because your expectations are gonna be a lot it. fucking. High. Yeah. I didn't um, pay for it, so I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, free beer is the best beer. 8.6. Yeah. Maybe the 9% or I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. You know, we had uh, an episode or two ago, uh, we we drank single speed. Yeah. The dry hop. Yeah. I just, I love IPAs. It's just that dry hop just doesn't really jive with me. Yeah. Um, uh, one sip, everybody knows the rules. Um, I would say uh, probably around... Uh, Three and a quarter for me. You know, I mean, yeah. I would, I would out drink a couple out of five. Yeah. Yeah, I did yep. a three point five. Yeah, I'd go a three and a quarter. Um, you and, got and, some weird checking, so you got, you got to get a different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the the pumpkin beer here. My very last one. I saved it for a special night. Kind of. I mean, I, I, I do. Hey. Let's just say my pants get really tight every time I take a sip of this, man. I mean, it's hard to drink beer with the boner, but wow, I make it work. Guy. Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay, so we got two beers down. Uh, the next one we have is from Confluence. That is a Des Moines uh, uh, brewery. This one's called Ferryman's Fuel. It's pretty cool. It looks kind of like um, The Undertaker. 
uh, on there. It's a Russian Imperial Stout with raw sugar, chocolate, and espresso. And I can tell you right now that um, they're going to have to fight me to drink this because this is right up my alley. This is going to be excellent. Yeah, it's got a wax uh, top on it. Uh-huh. That means, you know, a lot of people are going to want to age it in their beer cellar. Yep. Anytime you see a wax one, really? most people are, yeah, they want those things to, to last yeah. years. That, I haven't seen that. It's pretty legit. I mean, it's... It's, it's fancy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's their 7th anniversary. Yeah. They do pretty good Imperial. They've got a, a sister city out in Russia that they, they do an Imperial with. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they're they're pretty decent with their Imperial sauce. Gotcha. We got two left here, so stay with us. I know some people don't like the the beer reviews, but I'll put Brett an and I, in. yeah, skip this. Yeah, Brett, Brett and I are huge beer snobs, so this is right up our alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, the next one we have here is Basic Bitch. I mean, Basic Becky. Um, this is by Prairie Artisan Ales. Yeah, yeah. This is one that you got out of Tulsa. Was it? Yeah, you can yeah. you can get them at uh, um, most of the bigger high V's or you know uh, Kansas City's. Got mm-hmm. them. But yeah, one of my favorite breweries. Kind of like a Jack O'Lantern or something. Yeah, like yeah, their can art. In their this stuff is yeah, this there. one's pretty cool. It's it's super. I mean, this one screams Halloween for sure. Yeah, it's got the big Jack O'Lantern on there with the fucking iPhone 10. It looks like <laughs> and it's doing a selfie with the basic bitch. Basic. They're totally making fun of the basic bitch too. That's why I'm Pretty saying that. They're oh, fun of there's a, there's a little cell phone on here, and it's got a message on here. It says, "Oh my gosh, Becky, Prairie made a pumpkin beer." I know. I literally cannot even right now. And then, and then there's an emoji of the eggplant. Did you see that? <laughs> so literally, That's they're, they're, they're can art. Oh like, man, that is I mean, good. It's, on acid, it's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty legit right there. Yeah. Um, this one right here is an imperial stout with pumpkin, cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg, coriander, clove, and caraway. Holy fuck, that's a mouthful. Um, and it's eleven percent. So, yep. right the up those acres. Yep. I, you know, I always go for that. And then the very last one. Uh, I, it's a seasonal. I mean, I don't know. It's got a picture. It's not Halloween themed, but. It looked freaking delicious, so whatever. Uh, it's by Decadent. It's a winter spice French toast, spice double India pale ale with maple syrup, allspice, and Madagascar vanilla bean added. So um, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. Hit us up. <laughs> we'll, we'll take free beer. But um, we'll, we'll give you guys a, a little uh, review as we crack them. I think we're just going to um, you know, sample these around, and you know, we'll go from there. So... Uh, anyone want to add anything before we get out of this uh, dive bar here and get into uh, the gauntlet? Before we leave this lovely joint, we call it Titty Twister. Yeah. Say goodbye to the bar bunnies. Yeah. We got some Hayek Dooner dance coming up here, so we gotta we're getting rushed off the stage. So. Big seat. Yeah. Uh, tap me out. Tap out. All right. Okay. Welcome to the gauntlet. Back to the gauntlet. So uh, I forgot what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. We were talking about the gauntlet. Basically what it is is uh, we came up with about 20-some questions, uh, and it's going to be rapid fire, spit fire. What do they call that, the Rorschach test? It's just boom. As soon as you hear it, you got to answer. So the first part is going to be a little bit about you. So 
you know the fellow listeners can get to know you, and then the second part's going to be uh, a little oh, horror themed on it. Yeah. So, um, any questions before we get into this? I don't know. Both you guys are squaring up right now. That's yeah. Cool. No, I'm excited. Uh, Drunk yeah. Darius uh, came up with a couple of good ones Love here. It. And yeah, we're just gonna ask this. We're gonna ask the exact same thing uh, to each uh, each each special guest that goes on. It looks like all of our glasses are empty. So while I run Busy B through the gauntlet, Drunk Darius, why don't you uh, fill us up with whatever's uh, next on all on right. deck? Busy B, first thing, take your pants off. <laughs> no, all right. Are we doing this one here? Yeah, we'll do that. Yep. Okay, so we're going to do the Winter Spice French Toast, so stay tuned for a little review. Okay, are you ready? Ready. Three, two, one. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. Beer or liquor? Beer. Hockey, football, baseball, or basketball? Football. Ass or titties? Titties. Do you stand or sit when you wipe? (laughs) Of course I sit. No, you, you sit and shit. Well, you, you wipe you when sit. you sit. You sit? You sit. You're a fucking animal. What? What are you asking if I... When you wipe, do you sit or do you stand? Uh, you have to sit. Oh, oh you're... Shit. Oh, man. Wow, what are you boys fucking doing? Fucking animal over here. Fucking goddamn <laughs> Um, Are you a homebody or out with friends? As of late... As of the last five years, homebody. Fishing or hunting? Fishing. Cannibal Holocaust or a Serbian film? Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> Even though you see neither of them. I've, but I told them about uh, Serbian film. I've heard the synopsis and uh, I'll go for the other. Would you rather go blind or go deaf? What? Would you. <laughs> oh, you saw the mix you did there? Uh, I would rather. Ooh, that's tough. I'd go blind. Man, really? Nah, you know what? I would nope, do that. Too bad. You already it's Spitfire. Uh, no going back. Okay. Um, would you rather have the top half of Hulk Hogan and the bottom half of Margot Robbie, or the bottom half of Margot Robbie and the top half of Hulk Hogan? Wow. Well, I know one of them has a sex tape, so I think I would go top half Margot, bottom half Hulk Hogan. Three. Gotcha. Uh, penis-sized nipples or nipple-sized penis? I love this one. Uh, I would do uh, penis-sized nipples. It's cold out. Even if we're Ron Jeremy? <laughs> it's really cold out. All right. Rock, rock or country? Rock. Catch or dogs? Dogs. Doggy or missionary? Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Um, okay, let's move into a little bit uh, more horror-related stuff. Dogs. Freddy, Jason, Michael, or Leatherface? Uh, <clears throat> you know, I uh, Freddy. Okay. Personality. Slashers, zombies, supernatural, or creature features? Uh, supernatural. Chucky or Leprechaun? <laughs> Chucky. John Carpenter or Wes Craven? John Carpenter. Ari Aster or Jordan Peele? Ooh. Big Peele guy. Uh, but man, Ari just caught the last one. Ooh. Um, I'll go with Peele. 
And you haven't seen Midsummer then, so. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, 90s or 2000s for horror? Uh, 90s, just knowledge. Okay. Um, Hills Have Eyes, the original or the remake? Uh, they have eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have eight I, of them. I honestly would have to say I haven't seen them either. Pass. Either or. So okay. I will, it's news to me that the Hills actually have eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, they've got a lot of them because it's all nuclear. <laughs> Tails and fins. Slow burns or to the point? I love the slow burn. Oh, yeah. And second... Uh, last question the first horror movie you ever watched <clears throat> good one um i you know memory wise uh memories yeah um jeez uh, i mean we're talking that's a pretty big genre too that's mm-hmm. a subtopic the first the first horror movie first you ever remember watching or the one that left the biggest impression on you as a kid. You know, it was it was Ghoulies. Yeah. That one or okay. Critters. Ghoulies or yep. Critters. Yeah, both of those. Nice. Ghoulies? Ghoulies. Ghoulies. What's Ghoulies? Oh my god. Ghoulies? In the end, they'll get you. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, if there's yeah. not a sequel, maybe we'll have there to come was. There's oh, there is sequels. A, okay. <laughs> I, can, I can only remember the And Critters had sequels. Yeah, I remember Critters had a shitload of and then the very last question, which you're going to, um, and you know what, we, we're not going to have you answer this one since we're going to have you, since you're going to answer it here uh, on the show, but the last question would be favorite horror movie, but we'll hold off because sure. we're going to be getting in that uh, in just a minute here. Yep. So that was the gauntlet and everyone's going to be running the gauntlet, special guests. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it is cold in here, and I'm worried about my nipples. Very nice. Hey, what do we think about this French toast? Uh, something or another. Let me taste that real quick. Oh wow, that's uh, so it, it tastes like French toast. Yeah, <laughs> it's surprising. Yeah, it really does. You know the the deck the decadent and also look you have I mean, a lot of floaters in that yeah um, a lot of yeast going on in here but they pretty much they as advertise all their beers they're like super decadent and yep. they taste like they advertise you know I will say I mean honestly I, I, like I said I didn't really um, look at this too much but I expected when we poured this that it was going to be black and it looks like uh, a Racist. looks kind of like a milkshake IPA kind of a little creamy <clears throat> and, yep yeah. So definitely weird. I just it would be more of a stout, but it's it's not. So, um, I guess uh, anything else before we get into horror horror happenings? This is the Joe Blow Horror Show exclusive. Okay, so we um wait. All right. Yep, we're ready to rock here. Okay, so horror happenings. Um I have 
I kind of gave you guys a little hint earlier. We're going to do it a little bit different because I have a couple stories. Um, but for my horror happenings, I only have a couple news things here. Um, I'll go first here with my news. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård is cast as Randall Flagg um, in The Stand. So I know we talked a little bit about it. The Stand is my all-time favorite Stephen King book. Absolutely. You can't read. I read that when I was in ninth grade, and that's a thousand-page book. Yeah, that's like the war and peace of like the generations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, if you read that, you're hey, yeah, accomplishing. Yeah, yeah. It was a ninth grade when I read that too. That should be on your resume, dude. Man. Well, yeah. and I read the uh, so there's <laughs> there's two different versions. My grandma had one that was I forgot. I mean, is it called the director's cut or something, <laughs> it, or yeah, the extended unabridged type? Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that one. I mean, it was a paperback that was literally like that fucking yeah. thick. It, yeah, was it was unreal. The Bible. Yep. Yeah. Okay, a couple things. What was the movie that came out last year? From it. a lot of them. From what? From the Stephen King book, The Stand. The main in the. Oh no, that's the. Uh, was uh, that a different? Are you book? talking about yeah, the dark, different, the, the dark tower? Dark yeah, tower yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that that yeah, the, the, I'm not familiar with the dark towers, but he's got a lot of movies coming out now that are from his novellas. So uh, that one, like 1922, was it. one. Um, oh, I just watched one the other night too. The the people in the corner, the high grass. Yeah, yeah, yep, in the high grass. Yep. So they're turning a lot of his short stories now into. He's getting paid. Um, uh, this was a legit full story. Uh, Alexander, is that Pennywise or his brother? That's that's his brother. So this is the one that was in. You'd know the him dark, from uh, the, the great, yeah, or, or whatever. Uh, the, yeah, the. The hill or something. No, like yeah, that. into the dark. Into the into dark, the dark. Yeah. yeah. There's something about Stephen King novels, especially when you're getting to get like a young reader. It was mm-hmm. I read, I just ran through them, and very descriptive guy. But yep. I probably wouldn't pick up a Stephen King novel now. You know, it's funny that Too much everybody detail. started pointing it out. Like, and he even made some fun of himself in the new yeah. in the new it. He's like, he doesn't know how to finish a book, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but. Funny. You know, I haven't read enough to really, you know. It doesn't show. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, with these big words here. Um, but no, that I'm excited. I have the, the DVD of it. I mean, it's like a four-hour movie. But um, I want to see. It for TV, right? That was a, like a. No, the, I think I the movie was. was, I think the the movie I have, it might have been a miniseries. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I have the actual DVD. But this is turning in, this is going to be a 10-part miniseries. And oh. I think it's being done by CBS All Access, which oh. is their version of like that? the strength. Yeah, yeah. They have, a, they have another one that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. But um, no, so that's, that's the first one I got. Uh, Drunk Darius, you got anything? Uh, Captain Spaulding has... Yep. R.I.P. Passed away. One of the three from hell. God damn, I don't know say what the hell, but he passed away. He's the best. Yep, and he, I mean, as far as, as someone like me or I'm concerned, I mean, he got his... He, he's, he's been he's been in... Or not, I mean, he's been in, in movies and acting since like the 60s. Right. But... I mean, I mean, let's be honest here. Rob Zombie made him from the House of a Thousand yep. Corpses. Yeah, that's that's really where yeah, Sid Haig is is what his name yes, is. Yes, yeah, Sid Haig. But um, yeah, he he Rob Zombie kind of put him on the map. But he's like charismatic and terrifying at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah, and yeah, he, he's par- apparently super cool, super nice. Uh, 
I've yeah. heard I've, I've heard other people talk about it at Man of Map horror conventions and whatnot. He's a pretty down to earth guy. And what other non horror stuff was he in? You guys, know? I honestly, I, mean, I no idea. I, or no, he was in uh, Bone Tomahawk. Oh, he was. Well, I mean, that's kind of horror, though. Yeah. What yeah. was he in Bone Tomahawk? In the very beginning, he, him and um, uh, David Arquette, I think. Yeah. You remember them? They're, they're uh, the bank robbers, cool. I think. I don't remember, but that's cool. David Arquette. Yeah, they were only in it for a little screen. bit. I think it was David Arquette. But yeah, they were in Bone Tomahawk. But really, I can't name any other movies he was in outside of the, the Rob Zombie trilogy. So, But uh, another one I have is Netflix. And this kind of gets me excited because of... If anyone that listens to the show knows I'm a huge fan of, of post-apocalyptic, but also zombies. Uh, Netflix has a show. It just debuted here. Uh, it's called Daybreak, and it's a post-apocalyptic landscape, and it's kind of a mixture. If you threw, like, Mad Max, the fourth wall breaking wit to Ferris Bueller, uh, and zombies in a blender, you would get Daybreak. I haven't watched it yet, but it sounds pretty cool. Um, I'll be checking that out as so, like, well. Daybreakers. And it's just called Daybreak. Daybreakers is yeah, that's, uh, that fell on my radar too. It's it's showing up in a lot of my news feeds. Yeah, people are Daybreak is liking it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Netflix is. I mean, man, you got to hand it next Netflix over the last like five ten years. Their original content and shit. That, you know, right, it's pretty like, impressive. Uh, the Irishman or whatever is coming. The Irishman, yeah, yeah, yep. Martin Scorsese and De Niro come coming together. And Pesci. And Pe- yeah, Pesci. When's the last time you heard Joe Pesci <clears throat> in anything new? And he, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you can't say no. Nobody can say no when, when yeah. you got fucking Robert De Niro he, he and Martin no. Scorsese punting on your door. Pesci didn't want to do it for a while. It took him a long time yeah, to no. get talked into it. But that's not about horror, right? Yeah, no. Uh, that's anything. Uh, you got anything else for horror happenings? That's all I got besides my two stories. I kind of hinted at earlier. I worked at a haunted house. It was really fun. Scared a bunch of old men. All right, old men. Or like your age, man. Oh Jesus! It's fucking hilarious seeing middle-aged men jump into walls and shit. Yeah, it's fun. That's all. We have we have quite a few local listeners. Why don't you throw them a free plug? Okay, tormented souls in Zuxburg, Iowa. The yep. It's basically in Madrid, yeah. It is Madrid, same zip code and everything. Yeah, it's cooler. Come to Madrid, park at the baseball fields. The bus picks you up. They run it what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Yeah, and then like Sundays for kids. Then they do it every night this week, I think, don't they? Or something. Yeah, the for last week of Halloween, they do it every night. Yep. I got a, I got something to add to that to the horror happenings too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite bands just came out with a, a video. Not not a real well known band at all. Uh, Pigeons playing ping pong, kind of a funk jam band. Yeah, this uh, came out called uh, "Here Come the Zombies." And nice, pretty funny uh, video. If you check it out, just just look up look up them. But here come the zombies. It's yeah. Pigeons playing. Here come the mummies. Here come the mummies. Mummy. Uh, okay. Theme thing, but yeah. And it's pigeons playing pinball. Good. Pigeons ping playing ping pong. Pigeons I feel like I've heard of that band. Pretty before. funky uh, stuff, but nice. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty uh, good theme Halloween stuff. So, for the last couple horror happenings, change it up a little bit. I figured we'd make it a little bit fun since it's Halloween. So, I got a couple of stories. Uh, the first one. So, 
we were talking about movies. So I've been seeing, you know, this time of year, you're going to see a lot of stuff that's, you know, best Halloween movies, top top movies to watch on Halloween, uh, you know, movies to watch with your kids on Halloween. Right. And I saw this one. It was a list, and it said uh, Little Monsters. I'm like, God, I remember. I haven't seen that in oh. years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Maurice, you know, uh, Howie Mandel. So my wife was uh, working. She's like in Nashville or some shit. So I was, you know, daddy daycare there for a few days. So I uh, got done with work early one of the nights and picked the kids up. And we got pizza. And, you know, it was like, do you guys want to watch a, a Halloween movie, a scary movie? And I have a four and a six-year-old. They're like, yeah. And I was like, well, it's not going to be too scary. And I remember watching this when I was probably that age. So we start watching it. And my son, you know, is I can tell he he's, you know doesn't really care. But my daughter, about a third of the way in she's like daddy let's watch something else and i could tell she was fine until like maurice you met maurice and the stuff and i could tell she's getting a little scared and then my son's like i'm not scared dad you know he's trying to act all tough and we watched like three quarters of the movie and turned it off because my daughter was was not really having it mind you my, my same daughter that watched like literally three quarters of killer clowns in outer space with me with no problem yeah the movie's terrible yes. <laughs> yeah she, is I mean, no, no, I'm thinking about killer tomatoes or something. Yeah, yeah, it, it, this, it, so, anyways, we watched like three quarters of the movie, turned it off, and we watched, I think, I don't know, like, you know, Disney Channel after that. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, and I'd get scared of a movie, I'd watch like Food Network or something to kind of get my heart rate back down. So we were doing that, and uh, I told the kids, you know, like, all right, you guys, you know, be my son's fine. He is in his bed. He never gets out of bed. My daughter, every once in a while, will like try to sneak in bed. So I got to give her the, you know, okay, be a big girl now and sleep in your bed all by yourself tonight. About two in the morning, uh, my daughter climbs in bed and I'm like, oh, I was like, do I get up and fight this to get her to go? I'm like, ah, screw it, whatever. So she climbs in bed at like two in the morning. Like, I get woken up, like, another hour later, and I hear, like, footsteps pounding through the floor. Oh, no, actually, first, uh, so we have a baby monitor in my son's room because he's on the whole opposite side of the house. He's six. It, I, it's my wife's deal. I'm like, he's a new fucking baby monitor. But anyways, yeah, so he's got a baby monitor, and I'm a light sleeper, so I heard, like, some scuffling around, and I hear him get up and take one step, and I hear, ah! And then I hear the footsteps coming. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I had a bad nightmare, and then Mauser scared me. <laughs> well, he must have got out of bed. My dog must have been sleeping on the floor, and my dog must have got up or whatever, and, like, my son just screams. So I had, like, two kids crawling in bed after watching Little Monsters of All Movies. Bad bad, bad makeup in that movie. I'm thinking back. I got some bad makeup. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the rubber, the rubber masks and... Because when they go like down to the, you know, the the under the bed, that's when you see all the costumes and they're pretty cheesy. Looking back at it now, okay. So my favorite story, I've been waiting. I almost told Drunk Darius about this one. Um, actually, hold on, I'm gonna have to stall. Someone cover for a second here. I gotta look something up so that make the story a little bit better here. All right, I got a few movies that. If you're a horror fan, but your significant other doesn't want to watch horror movies for Halloween, I throw out, say, Hocus Pocus. You seen it? Uh, Trick or Treat. Scout's Guide to Zombie Apocalypse. Ah, fuck. 
I don't know. I forget the other two. Scout Sky is good. Movies that people are scared to watch. Scary movies, but you can play in front of them and they won't be too scared. Trick or Treat is one. Have you seen Trick or Treat? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good list there because there there always is. It's it's always the it's never both of you are into horror scary it's, movies, right? It's always the ones like oh, I don't know. Yeah. But if you're in the Halloween mood, you wanna watch something with your with anybody that is sure. in the horror movies, you can play one of those, I think. It'd be good to watch. Oh, I have one more I forget. Okay. I gotta I gotta say, um, you guys remember back a couple episodes, I gave no. a, yeah, Drunk Darius doesn't remember what he like fucking, he, I don't know, he's a my house last He's remembered night, two dude. minutes ago. Uh, so anyways, I did a review um, of a little old movie called Lady Psycho Killer. Probably pretty forgettable because it wasn't very good. It was in our shotgun reviews kind of thing. So I've gotten into the habit now, every single movie I review, I, um, will write a review on Letterboxd. You ever heard? Mm-hmm. heard yeah. Yep, so I'll write a review on Letterboxd. So this movie is called Lady Psycho Killer. Um, it's about as good as the name <laughs> tells you it is. So I, I, I'm just going to read you the review here, give you guys a little context. Yikes, I guess this is what I get with taking a, uh, a shot on a late night movie on Cinemax. There is literally one good thing in this entire movie, and that's the dimey main actress. That was my review. And so, I mean, it had, um, oh, God, this is one where we got, I always got mixed up. Remember, we had the discussion. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's got uh, Magneto in it, but it wasn't Magneto. Oh, Ian, I keep, I get this guy mixed up with Ian McKellen. Um, That's Sir Ian McKellen. Gandalf or Sarah? God, everyone's like, you're a fucking idiot. We just had this, this, uh, oh, yeah, Ron Jeremy is in it. Um, is this a Malcolm McDowell. Porno? For oh, some reason, yeah. I always get Malcolm McDowell and E. McKellen mixed up. Why? I don't fucking know. But anyways, oh, Daniel Baldwin is in it. I mean, that's just a bad, bad... Nothing about this movie is good. Well, I get a little notification like a week ago that says you had a comment on one of your reviews. And um, it was from... Um, well, shit, now I suppose i got to find uh, the comment on here for you guys. So let's see what the comment Can't is. Wait. The comment is from Nathan Oliver. It says, ouch, I didn't know we were on Cinemax. Good to know. Thanks for giving it a shot, even though we missed your mark. And I'm like, at first I'm reading, I was like, what's this wee shit, man? You got fucking mouse in your pocket? I look it out as the director of the movie. No shit. did on my fucking review. And, you know, obviously I'm I'm not an asshole. Well, I'm an asshole, but I, I'm a nice guy. And I, I immediately yeah. felt like shit. And I was like, oh. Should I comment back? Like, it's still a. I gave he probably it a, knows it sucks. I gave so. it a one out of five. So you know, but if you look at all the other reviews, the average on this has got to be like a fucking two. So yeah. you know, and there's only 31 reviews, and you got to imagine a good portion of those are like friends and family kind of stuff on there. I'm gonna review it right now. See, but, if don't message me. But I did feel, I did feel a little bit bad because, I, you know, it's I'm not I don't try to shit on movies. This right here, I'm going to show Busy B here. We call this the sacred text because this is like every we single episode. Yeah, I, it, by we, I mean me. But Which is that written? I was going to say, you can't. Highly Griffith. It's whatever the lobster claws will allow me to write it in. But Highly Griffith. <laughs> every single movie I, I watch, I, I review in here. Like, oh, dang, dude. every single. Think, think of some backups of that. 
I know. So I have a very uh, intricate review system. So, you know, because people, we, I mean, I'm going off of, I mean, we're way off the fucking rails right now, ladies and gentlemen. I don't but, know what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I, we're way off the rails. But I feel like I need to justify my rating because everyone's like, why don't you just do a one through five? We do a one through ten with, with uh, quarters and three quarters. But I'll watch a movie. I'll get an idea of where it's at in my head. I'm thinking six, six and a half. Then I'll go through and I'll look at other six to sevens in there and, and I'll be able to... So I will stand behind my rating on a movie because it's... I've, got, think, a, I've got a large sample size with you know, it. And, and think about these people that, you know, directors and producers. I mean, they're, it's a, technically a piece of art. And it, yeah. it has its, you know, val- validity. Mm-hmm. And you stick your neck out if you put that out there. And they, yeah. they, they, they've been through critiques and stuff. I mean, and, they know. And, and you know I don't want to I don't try to shit on their I mean because it's a passion project if you put a movie out it's it's for the most part when you're starting out well when you're starting out for sure you're, you're it's because you love to do it you know obviously some people sign contracts with studios and they're forced to put movies out and whatever but you know this is someone's you know whole like you know life that's going into this you know their blood sweat and tears and i'm not trying to shit on them but but anyways i digress i just thought that was hilarious some fucking joe blow out in central iowa writes a fucking review on a movie and then the director comments on it and he's actually really cool about me giving him a one star i'm like oh fuck like sorry man movie sucks but you know keep keep going keep going think about that though the next time you write a review yeah Think about yeah. other people's feelings. Jared. You know, yeah. normally I do a lot more in my reviews too. Like I'll do pros and cons. Yeah. So yeah. of course he picks one that I just like. I'm like, ah, fuck right. this movie. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> so hey, go look at my other reviews. I'm a lot. But anyways, no. So that's uh, any anyone I want to add anything else to horror happenings before we we uh, get into discussion topic. Mm. No. Okay. Next up, we have our discussion. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Okay, so welcome back to the Blow Joel Horror Show. Not to get confused with the Joe Blows. Shut up. That was a gay joke. Speaking of gay jokes, how's your grinder game going? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Yeah. And so you had the party last night. You said you don't know who, who woke up in your bed with you this morning. I killed it in jail. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> Are we talking about that? Oh, I think we did already. I, that's hard to believe since we haven't recorded in like two months. I went to jail, okay? It's there. That's it. Did they have soap on a rope? I don't know what that means. Well, did you? you didn't drop the soap, did you? No, very strong hands. <laughs> very strong hands and great for hand jobs. Yep, <laughs> I can clench it as tight as I need to. <laughs> Exit only. You right. gonna eat your cornbread? <laughs> Fucking weirdo, dude. All right. Discussion topic this week is centered around busy bee. So uh, let's get into your. Well, I guess what we're doing is just your top five horror movies. And what is your personal definition of horror? So let's talk about that first. Um, episode one, you guys can go back and check out. We That was our discussion topic of our um, definition of horror. And we had 
few other podcasters out there kind of, you know, give their two cents. But I guess let's see, uh, let's see what you got down. What, what makes a movie a horror movie to you? You know, that's that that's like that age old question, very subjective question there. Horror's probably got what forty, fifty, hundred different subgenres within it. You got slash, and it keeps growing and growing. Yep. And, yeah, and then you can get into like uh, sci-fi, hard sci-fi horror. You know, like just way mm-hmm. out there. You know, really, um, I would say a horror movie in general. You know, any sort of like raising of your blood pressure. You know, whether it's yep. through music, whether it's just changing your mood. To meet some, uh, to meet like some sort of a, I guess, you know, heart racing sort of thing, and that you know, and I think a lot of people get into like, oh, that's actually a thriller, you know, that's also subjective too. So that's yes. a very could, tough one to answer. Could be, it could be a, a movie, yeah, right? that could be a subgenre of horror. Right, know? right. I think that's the biggest debate: is thriller mm-hmm. versus horror. Right, right. A lot of thrillers could be horror. Rap versus right. pop, you know. Right. I mean, but yeah, uh, to me, horror movie would just be in general is really the editing. I think yep. that's what makes a horror movie. You could actually take a horror movie and turn it into a nice, you know, easygoing movie with yeah. just the edit. You yep. could really re-edit a horror movie and turn it into a feel-good story. Yeah, so yeah I would I say feel I would say it, it, it has to do with the edit. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah we didn't cover that. Would be the edit, right? Well, we talked about Halloween. They watched it without. The score and the, the soundtrack and score, yeah. yeah. And they said it was boring. Then they had the soundtrack. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, like if you get a chance, like check out that. Uh, you know, I'm not like a huge fan, but it was the. Uh, what was that nerd comedy on CBS for a while? Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they did. They did like a couple scenes without the laugh track. Yeah. It is like definitely just not funny. dumb, not yeah. funny. Really? Uh, yeah, you needed like. The huh. cue to like, oh, that's oh, that's supposed to be funny. Like, yeah, they it's say that bell in your uh, head that says I should be laughing. And just like the score in yep. a movie too. So yep. really, it's um, you, you know, know that was the devil's. Sh- uh, sh- uh, yeah, that the, there's doing? certain keys in certain tones that's a good that point. evoke you know a, a quality of a uh, you know yep. uh, feeling. Yeah. That's that's a good that's a good point because we we. You know, if I can remember back, it was over a year ago when we did uh, that episode. I think the resounding um, what we came to was tone was a big thing. Tone kind of really dictates that. But I mean, really, it's not like there's you know um, you know a cure all. It's not like one pill is going to give that to you. There's quite a bit that goes into it. But yeah, I would say tone, in my opinion, would be probably number one. But yeah, then then editing, soundtrack, score. But it's one of those things where you know movies are no different than anything else. I mean, when you look at movies, just just throw it under that umbrella of art. Doesn't matter if you're talking about a painting, if you're talking about music, movies, TVs. All of it is meant to elicit some kind of emotion out of you. Whether you look at a painting and you feel one way, whether you listen to a song, it makes you feel one thing. So I think right. horror is just a part of that. I mean, comedies elicit the emotion of laughter, dramas elicit that emotion of, you know, uh, I don't know what you call sorrow and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think horror is that kind of wild card because there's so much more that goes into it. I mean, really, the, the what it, what horror should elicit out of you is, like you said, high blood pressure, 
you know, sweaty, the high blood pressure of not knowing what's happening, uh, of like a good mystery or, you know, the sweaty palms of like the suspense part of a, uh, a scene waiting for that scare, that jump scare, you know, is coming. Um, and then just pure, you know, fear too. you know, certain horror movies, it's all subjective. You, you take you ask someone their their scariest movie of all time you're gonna get different ones all over so it's it's really subjective to each well it's, it's funny the other day you were saying you're like hey you know this is the type of movie you need to watch like at night with the yep. like low light yeah to me that's like what I don't like in horror is that <laughs> yeah. like the more yep. darker in it the gets more, the end of the yeah you know, clear back when um, you know, certain video games came out I was like I'm not gonna play this like mm-hmm. you know in the middle of the night this is more like I need to be that exit strategy so right yeah or is you know and i don't know how many people watch you guys watch like go to the movies and watch a horror movie that's oh, a yeah. different experience too yeah you get the crowd involved the whole crowd yeah you know that's I, the most fun part about yeah it. that's a whole different scene too mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh yeah yeah it's it's and i've got a pretty loose definition of horror too because i i feel like um you know, there are certain emotions I expect out of a horror movie, and if what I, I don't care what IMDb or Letterboxd puts it under, if that movie pulls that out of me, then I'm gonna say it's it's a horror. And I, you know, you can make the argument that um, we call it fringe horror. Other people might call it horror adjacent or whatever, but uh, I've got a pretty loose definition, so I'm I'm more apt to say yeah, I'd, I'd consider that a horror movie than anything else. Um, even with, you know, not to jump the gun, but Hereditary, for example, there's, it seems like the really, really good horror movies, the popular people and the critics don't want to say it's horror because they categorize this one as a family drama. And I just get the fuck out of here. You call it whatever you want. It's, it's, it's a fucking horror movie. Maybe you can say psychological than horror, but it's not a family drama. I mean, it is, but it's a family drama inside of a deep rooted horror movie yeah yeah there's definitely some yeah i think that you know that movie and, and yeah you're a little bit jumping the gun but you, there's like five scenes you could take out to make it a family drama mm-hmm. right you yeah. know but again i think it to me it goes back to the edit is what really yeah. defines a horror movie. have you seen the movie seven right exactly mm-hmm. that, that shows up on a lot of horror movie lists yep. is it horror or is it thriller whatever you call it that one, I, I think, in in I, I love the director of that. I love all of his movies. Yeah. Uh, David, David Lynch. Lynch. No. Uh, or Fincher. 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 Yeah. Fincher. Yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. yeah. I got uh, it. And, and, yeah. yeah, and actually, if you read Fight Club, the book, it's way more gory than the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Like, right. But, so, I, yeah, I, I, again, it comes down to... Um, Just the tone. Yeah, and, and I think tone is edited. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. you can actually insert... A darker score that evokes that feeling of like I think yeah oh I think God. score is That's super important because I point. I mean again using Hereditary as an example um, I, I I'm not gonna lie I saw this was my number one movie of 2018 and I saw it one time in the theater I bought the DVD right away <laughs> and today was my second time watching it but knowing what I because I did a heck of a lot of research before this viewing. Um, and, and we'll get into like the metaphors and symbolism and all that here shortly. But the biggest thing I noticed with what made it creepy was the the score. 
Um, I did a lot of, you know, there, there was a lot that was read into it. And like, if you know anything about Ari Aster, he's, he's got a lot of his friends that work for him. And it was a guy who went to film school with and All he said was, you know, they had one like five minute meeting about the score. And he goes, I want to feel evil when I watch this movie. And I think the, the score of this movie was like on par with, I mean, it's not going right. to have the hook that, you know, that or Halloween does, mm-hmm. but yeah. I would say it's just as important to this movie as those scores are to those movies. Right. You know, uh, I put a poll out to some of my buddies, um, and, and again, I think with this unique kind of group we got here, uh, I'm 40, Cole's in his 30s, Darius, what are you, 16? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just asked, I was like, well, what do you guys think, what is a horror movie? So it was like, well, is Jaws a horror movie? And then my other buddy mm-hmm. kicked in and I said, fuck yeah, that's a horror mm-hmm. movie. Sorry, I can't. Oh, you can swear. Uh, Say fuck. But, yeah, I mean, I was like, yeah, that movie, think about the score in that. Yeah. I mean, it was two keys on the piano, just real low. Yeah. I mean, that's huge, too. I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a a tough one. And some people, you know, and I went to art school, so, yeah, I I do know, like, you know, what, it's very subjective. Like, what is art? What is pornography? Well, I don't know unless I see it. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, what was that quote? Yeah, it's a famous it was, quote from yeah, the senator. It was, it was like, yeah. well, I don't know what it is, but I can tell you when I see it. Yeah. And that's that's with horror too. That's perfect. That's a perfect quote for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Well, that's it. That that was that. Was, so we'll get our top five. Yeah, let's get your top five, man. Oh man, this this is like. Easy for and me. I was gonna say let's. Do you want to go gonna, low and then high? Or? Oh, we always go. We always go five to one, bud. Okay, so little preface this here. <laughs> yeah, you can do honorable mentions, dude. I cheat all the time. I make the rules. I still fucking cheat. Oh my god. Um, no, so we will preface this by saying that Busy B is not a horror fan. You or you would consider yourself not a horror fan, right? I, it, not big that cinema you. guy. Love yep. love movies in general, but thinking about having that blood pressure elevated, I would right. much rather go a different route. Yep. Yeah, uh, hey. But then I started, you know, actually doing show prep and figuring out stuff, and I'm like, you know, I actually have seen a lot of like horror movies, mm-hmm. not newer, just because. Right. Yep. I just know I'm like, yeah, I already kind of feel like I don't really want to go down that route. Right. That being said, in the last couple of weeks, I have been kind of more dipping more my toes in. Yeah, it. there you go. And I am interested with the A24. A24, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I've been reading a lot of, like, different reviews and, and seeing what's out there. So, you got to watch Midsummer. Uh, you got to yeah. watch Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you you don't have to watch Midsummer. Did you, did you watch it? We'll wait to shock on reviews. <laughs> okay. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so let's uh, let's go with your number five. So I did, I kind of switched mine around because I knew, just having talked to some of my buddies and, uh, after I wrote this. But yeah, number five, I'm putting Scanners. Oh, fucking right. Great I've never seen it. What is it? Oh, my oh. God. So uh, just a, like, okay, so take like just a mental sort of guy who, who develops these like, uh, or finds out he's got these like... Uh, it's you know, no mental like tel- uh, uh, tel- uh, telepathic powers. Yeah, there's a famous scene where he just like, telekinesis blows up yeah. like a dude's head. Yeah, one of like the most famous horror scenes yeah. out of this. 
and the acting is just so like what year rated it, it's 80, I think it's early 80s yeah, possibly probably yeah. mid 80s okay. most of my stuff is gonna run right around mid 80s in general right that is probably the most popular time for horror absolutely yeah. and big good budgets that time they actually studios I felt like actually because they make money off it yeah. 81 81 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah great movie it if you're doing a horror show podcast, we gotta do it. I'll take I'll it bring out. Bring me back for scary. Well, we just I'll did. We just did a, a you know, well, it's Cronenberg. Eraserhead. So yeah, yeah. we just yeah. did Eraserhead. But yeah, and I I feel like Eraserhead's a very cross genre. Like that's in, was, that's actually the only horror movie that makes sense, and it's in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. Which, if you're thinking about that, that's a giant list of like just. If you want to get a really good movie, go to that collection. No, yeah, I feel like it's, a, it's like acid personified. Yeah. yeah, and that's what Scanners really has the same vibe. I think yeah. he also did a video more for video. Video drone. Video drone. Yep. Yeah. And, and body horror. Body horror. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the fly. Well, that's uh, that was on my honorable mention. Right oh, that. okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, we did uh, we did video drone just a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, okay. As well, yeah. But uh, your answer is David Finch. Oh, yes. 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 Sorry, you're right. It is yep. David. David. Yep. No, David it's, Lynch. What's, I don't know. Fincher? Oh. It's David Lynch. It's Lynch. David Lynch. Whatever. It, yeah, I was going to say, now we're getting all mixed up because we're talking get, about... The Fight Club guy. Whatever. All right, what's your... Yeah, I got David, you. David Lynch. David Lynch. Yes. Got some eyes. Got some eye connection. Yeah. Fincher yeah. is uh, seven. Yeah. Fin, yeah, Fincher's yep. set. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Next one. Which Back Fincher, on track. I think, did uh, Madonna's weird uh, video. No. So David David Lynch did a lot of music videos too. David Lynch. I don't know if he did. He's I think he did. Art House uh, guy that like, we're talking. Matter. Next. Yeah. Next one. Anyways. Uh, okay. So head scanners number five, number four. Uh, I'm. I had a uh, dead alive. Oh, fucking right. Peter Jackson, brother. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that goes there and then now is yep. going... You know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, and basically buying an entire continent yeah. to do, do a movie. New Zealand. But really, that really just got me into the... You know, opens it up to, you know, all the Sam Raimi stuff. It's just very, like, how comedy and horror can exist in the same space. But at the same time, still, like, very, I the, the whole zombie thing where you're hiding from being infected by yep. other people is really something that I can actually get down with right. every single time. Like, oh, shit, this person's, uh, it's you like, know, you can relate. They're fighting back that, like, zombie <laughs> urges. I'd be I, honest, I love that. I've never seen this one either. You got to oh, see it. It's geez. probably the most off-the-wall uh yep. Uh, or like just gore over the top for its time. The, yeah, I was gonna say these. The reason you didn't see it is because these are movies we grew up like watching, like yeah. going to the video store and picking out. Like when you pick out movies, because uh, wasn't the a cover art of of um, Scanners with the news guy and his head yeah. getting ready to explode? Yeah. yeah, 
that because you pick out movies by looking at cover art, and I remember the cover art of both of them. But yeah, you are right. It, David Fincher is the music video because I forgot him yeah. and Trent Reznor are good buddies. Yeah, yeah. So Trent, yeah. he directed a yeah. bunch of Trent Reznor music yeah. videos. But Trent, Trent Reznor, Reznor is uh, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails, yeah. yes. And he now has his own company where he does um, uh, like scores and stuff for movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he scored a bunch of yeah. He scored a bunch of Fincher Oscars. movies too. So yeah, he recorded yeah. a whole album in the. Sharon Tate House. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it, it, so this stuff is well, good thirty years. That's and I'm gonna say, I want to I wanna know these. Uh, but it, one it, of those movies you mentioned may or may not be on my short list of upcoming episodes. So okay, just saying. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, Exorcist. Yep. You have to go. And late seventies. Throw to my dad. Said that he went and saw it in the theater, and he went home, and he had uh, he had a mobile home at the time, was renting it out in college, saw the size, like, in the 70s, you know. Uh, had a bad, like, views, and his lights were, like, flickering. Like, literally jumped in his car and, like... <laughs> I'm going to sleep in my car in the parking lot. Like, he just, like, drove out of his mobile home. <laughs> like, I'm out. Yeah. So, like, hearing that as a kid, I was like, I got to check this out, and... Yeah, that movie is uh, it's good. It's uh, again, great up, score, awesome mm-hmm. score. The tone of it, and <laughs> I remember six cocks in hell. <laughs> and then also having that pos- uh, possession. Uh, you didn't hear that kind of shit back no, in movies yeah. back then either. Well, it's like a twelve-year-old girl thing, right? Exactly yeah. that too. Uh, Just fuck you with know, your head. Raised Catholic, so that whole thing yep. too. Or like, the, the the power of Christ compels you. Like it played right into like everything yeah. I wanted. Uh, so yeah, that movie for sure. Um, just my mom was you. Catholic. I don't know if she told me that. Someone told me that they would drive busloads of kids to go see that movie, like at Catholic oh, school. Oh, like scare tactic. Yeah, no, okay. it's like Catholic school. Like, hey, the devil's real. Well, yeah, it's a scare tactic. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I can totally see that. I will say that out of all the genres. My least favorite are like supernatural, paranormal, but the ones that scare me the most possession. are supernatural, paranormal, yeah. Yeah. possession. Yeah, like Exorcism of Emily Rose, like that fucking crazy one of the scariest thing. fucking. Yeah, you know, I, I, I study a lot of art, like art history, which coincides with history, and so I'm I'm kind of a history buff. And when there's any sort of thing like reading some old text and some old language and yeah, seeing like Evil Dead. Oh, I'm like, what's oh, this man. Necronomicon? <laughs> right. I'm in. I'm in. Like, like give me that back story yep. and that's, you know, again, jumping ahead to what two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. <laughs> that's Emily Rose. All right. Onward. Uh, and then number two, the original hit. Oh, yeah. oh shit! I mean, 1990 miniseries. Did you huh? did you see it on TV first? Or did uh, you, see it? you know, uh, I think I actually got it on VHS. Yeah. So yeah. it was like a triple VHS or something weird like yeah. that. But uh, again, you had, or I shouldn't say again, but it had the um, what's the rest in peace? Uh, Jack Tripper. From Three's Company, uh, John. Ritter. Oh, John Ritter, yeah. Well, you know, was in that. And it was just a different space that he was yeah. in. It just was like, I don't know. I grew up watching this guy as a kind of a comedy, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, problem child or whatever. And then now, and then watching him in that. But Pennywise was creepy as hell. Which who, who yeah. plays Penny, uh, Curry? Yeah, Tim Curry. So Tim Curry, Curry yep. in you know Rocky Horror Picture Show. The guy's just mm-hmm. a, a all around good actor. 
didn't know it was him in that. That was a different tale. Yeah. I think there's a great crossover between comedy and horror. Especially now we got Jordan Peele and uh, the dude that did Halloween, Eastbound and Down. Um, um, but I don't know. I think, yeah. he's, I think he's in the same vein where they're, they're both kind of overlooked for you know, Well, and I think anytime you get like, if you, it, it, and for me, it happened to be that I was, you know, adolescent watching that movie, dealing with kids. Yeah. Kind of falls into that. Now, if there was an awesome horror movie that dealt with a, a guy raising like two young kids. And that would probably hit me just about as hard. So sure. I think some of these movies kind of right. work. Have you seen any of the movie. new? The no, it, no. Chapter I, 1 or 2 yet? Have no, you seen I number 2? I saw 2, yeah. I haven't seen 2 yet. Wow. Oh, shit. Did I write that in the sacred text? I read the book. Check. I bet to check. Keep in mind, any? for my trivia, you guys are answering some of the questions already. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I, I've read the book. I, I think that, uh, you know, to me, you know, Stephen King gets, and there's, you know... He's got some weird, like, adolescent sex stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because, well, what happened in the, yeah, I think in the book, there literally was an orgy in the sewers with all the kids. With yeah. the one girl, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't cover that, well, for obvious reasons. Right. In the movie, but anyways, what do you got for number, is it, we got number two? That was number two. Or that was number two? Yeah. All right, it's number one. So number it, one. What was number three then? Number three was Exorcist. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Then it. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. So number one with the bullet. I've seen it well over probably two hundred times. The Shining. Oh, oh fuck yeah, man! I so I mean, I, yeah. the, the 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 big thing with that is I'm a huge Kubrick guy. Love. I've I've seen every single one of his yep. movies multiple times. We're talking like. All the way down to his black and white, like original no stuff. So, uh, in the documentaries that come out with it, the the room, everything room two two seven two two seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I quote that movie like so many times. Uh, Scatman Crothers, the, the 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 guy who uh, was the cook in it, the yep. the, the um, takes an axe to the chest. Yeah, it's just a. The fact that his name was Scatman Crothers, like I was like, I gotta, I gotta figure out this movie more. Yeah, I started watching that probably when I was in like uh, probably sixth grade and just have not stopped. I'm pretty obsessed with that. So uh, I can tell you got a good taste in horror by that. Drunk Darius actually hates that movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that and that's just it. Is that movie actually stands outside of that realm? I just I just in general I I find that you know people can. Even Stephen King hates that hates that movie because it changed from his book a lot. Yeah, but it's it was Kubrick's take on it. Yeah. Kubrick was a you know very eccentric guy. Mm-hmm. And he but faked I, the moon landing. We all agree on that, right? <laughs> uh, I'm not going. I'm not going too far. But The Shining will tell you all the answers to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think some of the things with that is it was the tone of the movie. It was the slowly slipping away in your head. Yes, that sort of thing just. To me, it's like a mental horror in the fact that your family is watching you slip away. All these sort of things that uh, really led to like just a a good movie to me. Yeah. So if if anyone's like, you know, I don't, I can't say I've got like this awesome, gory horror movie like as my number one. That's that's a hell of a list, though. I'll just say, and and it's probably definitely more on a, you know, I'm more of a 
cinematic type guy. So. Right. Your answer to the gauntlet, slow burn or yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Give, me, yeah give me the, the long Give me context story. and story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I hear you. No, I, that was a good list. That was a good list. And, Honor- uh, quick honorable mentions. Oh, yeah, honorable so, mentions. Just, just ones growing up. Ghoulies, Critters, Jacob's Ladder. No that shit. Was, that was a we, freaky one. We shit on that we movie. We did not like that. that. We covered one. that in uh, a feature. And that, that's that's quite our Hellraiser. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. That was, you know, that whole S&M, adding that yep. into the mix. Yeah. Poltergeist, I mean, that one is just, yep. just kind of, you know. Are all, every single one of these from the 80s? Uh, you're no, not jazzy. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I have not seen that. So I like acting that is on par. That you know, I mean, he's obviously you know gone on and is you know beloved actor. Yeah, that he was he was in uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, yeah. Merle. And yeah. then uh, in something a, like uh, Guardians Slayer. of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a good yeah. actor. I, don't no, know. I, I can't believe you've seen a horror movie that I haven't. That. Shames me. But that is Shame. based off Shame. of Henry Speck, Shame. the dude who murdered a bunch of nurses. Yeah, don't yeah. don't ruin it. I'm gonna watch that fucking no, movie. No, you should. I I, I was he, he got fake tits killers. in prison now and he's like like a whore oh in prison, like sucking dick and shit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Sounds like your kind of guy. Yeah. You should have watched that movie before you went into jail. He's I think so How to Make Friends. That's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, there's You can see him. He's got tits out, and shit, like doing Weird. cocaine in prison. All right, I don't know why I know that. All right, probably because you listen to true crime. No, it's because of the last podcast. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to add before we get into our first feature review? Uh, no, boys. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into. Wait. Our f- I gotta pee. But also, there is a, a spot we had to quit peeing in in Boston's yard because it was killing the grass. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to, like, there's a yellow spread out. <laughs> a yellow fucking patch in the back, out the back. Yeah. All right, up okay. next. Is All right, let's take a We'll be right back. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Are we? Are we? Are we back? Yes. We should. We should hit the record button a few minutes ago. You guys, I'll give you a little snippet. You missed uh, a Jason mask flashlight, and you. <laughs> you missed the reason the everyone lips. got into horror movies is because of the boobs. Okay. But, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Yes, this is why I started watching horror movies because I, my mom wasn't gonna let me rent pornos, but I could get eighty. Your mom still wouldn't let you rent slashers. I know. I used to download them on LimeWire. Even when you lived in her basement a month ago. DVDs, huh? What? What? Anyways. Enough about your grinder game. Let's jump into our first feature review. There is a passageway to the most evil place you can imagine. A gate behind which the demons wait to take back what was once theirs. 
someone has opened the gate. There's this weird tearing sound there. The decomposed corpse of her dead father. Oh no. He's tearing out here by the hands. I'm calling the police. You got demons. I mean, you guys were serious about that demon stuff? review is what is introduce the movie uh busy b this was your pick yeah so this one is the gate uh kind of one of those that again growing up uh messed with my brother and i's heads uh so i had to throw it out there i think i was listening to maybe the first show you guys did and it you you're or you put out something like you know, classic 86, 1986 horror movies. And yep. I just was like, oh, when did that gate come out? And I think it was in 86. And I was like, holy 87. Crap. 87. So uh, I was like, yeah, definitely got to throw that one in there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. that And having rewatched it, wouldn't say it held up to the mind of a... None of them when, do when you're when it's nostalgia-based. <laughs> yeah, but uh, looking at it, I, 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 there was some benefits. Uh, it certainly had, um, you know, that all-American feel to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, the gate. We got, of, uh, I think it kind of segues pretty well into some of the same stuff that... Uh, the next movie too. So. It does. It, it actually. We ran into that a couple different episodes, Mr. Okay. Drunk Darius, where we picked two movies that really played into each other. I can't remember offhand. What they are, but yeah, it's weird. So we got the gate, 1987, PG-13, clocking in at a smooth 85 minutes. Um, I normally quiz Drunk Darius on this one, but I'll give Drunk Darius the IMDb. What do you think? Uh, IMDb is out of 10, right? Yep. I give it a 4. What do you think uh, IMDb gave this? Probably 3.5. 6.1. No. Really? Yeah. What about uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Are we going critic or user? We always go critic. Ooh, 4. 40. I can go 61. 56%. Damn. Yep. So one of those Why? movies where it's usually the opposite. It's usually IMDb is lower because that's all user rating. Um, and then, yeah, it is. Yeah, one of those that's, that's a little bit that. different. So this is directed by Tibor Takakashish. That's not right. Tibor Takakashish. I mean, there's there's vowels and consonants in places that don't make sense in the English alphabet, so good luck with that one. Um, what I wrote down was, is this is probably his crown jewel upon filmmaking. 
Uh, he's got quite a bit of directing creds, a lot of TV stuff, <clears throat> some other movies, but I would say this would be his his crown jewel. This is, you know, this is uh, this would be kind of like you know the the high school uh, football superstar that bangs uh, the super hot prom queen and. You know, then he's sitting on trailer trash the rest of his life. So, quit talking about me like that. <clears throat> well, he actually wrote a comic for uh, Dark Horse. <laughs> he so did. Floaters huh? was to his credit too. Floaters, yeah. or maybe not. Yeah, I have written down the director wrote Floaters. Yeah, I was, I was just okay. saying uh, Boston is a bathroom. I think I saw some Floaters. In there. The last beer we had. Some floaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, God, speaking yeah. of that, what are we drinking? Yeah, so we just cracked into the uh, next beer we have. So if you guys remember earlier, we talked about uh, it's just the beer is just called Five, and it's by Cahoots. Um, so I pour this out. It took about 7.5 seconds to pour this maple syrup out of the can because it's pretty fucking thick. 15% yeah. barrel age. What do you guys think about this one? Tastes like wine, I mean. It's yeah, good. It's, it's definitely... Uh, thicker than a brick. I'm seeing that it might be a collaboration too. With it's kind of sweet. Brewing. It's like wine mixed with coffee. Well, like Busy B noted earlier, that when you have an alcohol content this high, you can't technically have it in a beer. So, what do they call this? A they call malt, malt beverage. Malt, yeah. So, a lager. Yeah. Yep. You take this over uh, to the next state over, say Wisconsin, and it's a, it's a barrel-aged stout, but yep. because it's 15% in Iowa, yeah. you slap a different label on it, call it a malt beverage. It's probably illegal in Minnesota. <laughs> they God, definitely can't sell this on Sunday. They, so. They've gotten a lot more lax yeah. in, their, in their laws, I will say. Hey, remind me when we drink our next one, the, uh, the Ferryman's Fuel. Uh, I got a funny story about Imperial Stouts hunting last year. But anyways, no, that, that this one's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I really do love me an Imperial Stout. I can't drink these all night, but, mm-hmm. man, it's it's uh, it's tasty. Yeah, it's funny. Then the next day you brew a nice cup of coffee, and you're like, that reminds yep. me of <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this was written by Michael Nankin. Um Again, I mean, he's got quite a bit of writing credits. Um, in he, he's written about a bunch of stuff for TV, some movie stuff. He's actually been done a lot of TV directing as well. But both of these guys really, this is their their one movie uh, that they did. So there's nothing really, you know, anything to talk about. Significant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it stars Stephen Dorff, which obviously is the biggest name Blade. tied to this movie. So. <laughs> Deacon Frost. Did you know that Stephen Dorff was a child actor? Because I didn't. I didn't know he was I in did this not, fucking movie. I dude. didn't even know he was in it, and I recommended this movie. Dude, no, it, yeah. it was uh, it shocked me. Until yeah. you just said it, I didn't know he was in it. Oh, yeah. No, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, man. Well, I remember when you first yeah, I was like, said I looked it up. Like, Stephen Dorff? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, he's just the. But it's funny. He's, he's the the guy who brought on. He was the first celebrity to endorse vaping. Yeah, he's the was first he? commercial. Uh, sounds about right. <laughs> well, because he was like a heavy smoker. At that yeah, 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 yeah. He is a huge heavy smoker. You know, it's funny too because what's uh, punked? I remember one of the best punked ever Ashton was. Ashton Kutcher from Iowa. Yep. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh-huh. This movie's got some Iowa t- uh, stuff. To it, it. Yeah, yeah. So Ashton Kutcher had the show Punked, and they did one with Stephen Dorff, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but when, I want to say that, 
it was something where they either like had to edit it quite a bit or they released it like on a special episode because basically after they they punked him it made him look like the biggest fucking pussy bitch ever i think they did something where it was like a scary something or another um but yeah steven dorf was i mean you know because he he had a lot of these roles where he was a badass, you know, coming right. off a of blade right. and that kind of stuff. And then they get, gave him a punked one, and, I mean, they just made him, yeah, he was just in tears. I, right, but he signs off on it, so yeah. he... Yeah, yeah, he yeah. I, I, I want to say, I think it was, like, heavily edited or something, or maybe they 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 did it, like, on, like, a bonus episode of Punked or something like so that. So who, who is he in this movie? He's the main character. Okay. Yeah, Steven Dorff is the main, main character. So, I mean, back to him. You're going to know him, uh, horror fans from Blade, uh, Alone in the Dark, Leatherface, Jackals. This also stars Christina Denton, who was his sister. And, uh, you know, a little demi dark hair that basically was only a child actor. So yeah. she, she really, yeah, that was it. yeah, she didn't really she? have much. I think she had only a couple of film credits and... You know, she's probably like a social worker in New Hampshire right now. I, mean, I think the only one out of that is one of the, her teenage friends, and she's yes. in like like commercial work, and she's done some ABC like you know character actor stuff. Yep, yeah, yep, and that's the um, uh, the the Lee sisters. I think I can't remember what it is. The next the one I had written down was Lewis Tripp. He was his buddy. He looked really familiar. Um, but I couldn't really place him, but he was basically a child actor too. So we get into the twins, uh, her friends, or, or were they twins? I can't remember. Yeah, those twins. Yeah, the, they're twin sisters, right? Yeah, so Kelly Rowan, uh, she has a ton of credits. I know that she, name. She's yeah, mainly I mean, from I the OC. Destiny's Child. No, her name was Kelly Rowan. Oh, so it's a <laughs> But yeah, there is, yeah, there is a... Uh, we're, 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 we're talking white chocolate here, not dark chocolate. <laughs> so, but no, her name was Kelly Rowan. She's got a lot of film credits, but she was in the OC, which is a super popular show. I think like one of my yeah previous exes used to watch that. I used to watch that. Shit. Oh Christ! Yeah, Michelle Bachman right. and Rachel Bilson. There's some hotties on it, dude. Yeah, I bet. I bet your your boyfriends probably appreciate that trivia knowledge that you have. All right, you're old. old. All right, um, and then Jennifer Rowan um, was the other one, and she's got a lot of film credits as well, too. So, hey, speaking of credits, uh huh, Stephen Dorff credited for the in uh, American Woman. Really? No shit. Lenny Kravitz. He is his credit uh, on that on that song. Damn. God damn it, I wish I could get that. that, that oh, that's a fucking that nugget and a half. Deep cut there. Like, that is is, I'll, I'll is, an, uh, he makes money off of that. Yeah, every time. Damn. That is so wild. did he like go into a studio to actually well, do that? You know him and Lenny. He was he was the quintessential like bad boy, like, oh I need to get next to this guy. Man, that's 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 that, and that's so a, anyway, his his brother was uh just actually recently died, but he was a Country songwriter, credited with a lot of like big hits. Steve Dorfman? Well, no, his brother, I think it was uh, Andrew, what, what, uh, what wrote country hit? hits. Uh, Blake, couple for Blake Shelton, couple for, you know, whatever. But huh? I guess uh, like last year, year before, like Nashville, anyone associated with country right. was like pouring out their heart to this guy. Any, anyone from Nashville. At, right. Uh, Damn. And then his dad, uh, composer. So he's, he's, he's musical background. Yeah. Huh. Artistic guy, so I wouldn't, you know, he probably did hang with uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson shit. Yeah. I don't know. Willie's more of a yeah. awesome. A toker and a midnight. Midnight. Anyway. Steve Miller. All right. Onward. Coming in with some nugs there. So um, that's all I have with that before we get into some trivia stuff. If you want to add anything. I really don't have a lot of trivia on this movie. I do. Nice. Nice. So what I got, what I thought was pretty cool. So um, I did, I, I know I saw parts of this movie as a kid, but I didn't remember any of it until, I mean, I watched it and was like, yeah, I remember seeing parts of it. So this is, I'm just going to say this is like the first full-time watch that I can really remember. So a lot of the times in movies like this, I'll do some of the research before. I try to stay away from the trivia that's... Um, you know, going to be spoiler stuff. But I read something and it said the small demonic demons or minions <clears throat> uh, were played by actors in rubber suits. Um, That's messed up. And then I was I watched the movie and I'm like, how the fuck? But then it said it used a forced, forced camera angle or yeah. perspective or something. Like they're farther away than they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm trying to think of other movies. Like I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids used that quite mm-hmm. a bit too or honey and blew up the kids one of those ones uh did it quite a bit uh as well too so um but yeah it, it, it yeah I mean, and we'll get into that too i mean this movie used some cg where they they could have gotten away with more practical effects i'm, I'm not a fan of cg yeah, i think cg should, going on too. yeah yeah i think cg should be something that should be used only in you know dire straits uh, I'm a big practical effects guy as well. But, um, yeah, uh, most of the demonic minions that you see were played by actors in rubber suits. Um, you know, even though some of their movements, and I think some of them might have been, you know, like you said, claymation or some some kind of CG added on or whatever uh, as well. Um, this movie was shot, shot in Canada, eh? Uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah got to give it some, some northern man. love. Yeah, right. Um, this this one made me laugh. So Terry was um, the friend. Yeah. The back of his jacket. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, the back of his jacket uh, was from a uh, death metal band called Killer Dwarves. I mean, it was bit, well, I don't know about death metal. It was it was eighties uh, heavy metal. Uh, you know, back then. So uh-huh. yeah, I was gonna say there's not a lot of eighties heavy metal back in the day. So uh, they did. Yeah, Something obviously. Like yeah, there's. There, there's a lot. There's music played a lot into uh, this, you know, this this movie. I guess you can say. Um, and then the last thing I have, I thought was pretty cool. It all, all I found for trivia says it ranked second um, upon its opening weekend out of all the movies. And I'm like, hmm. It's like I wonder what ranked first. So I had to do a little research. And the number one movie, I think this this one like debuted like the second weekend of May or something, and it was number two in the box office. Number one was a little old movie called The Secret of My Success, which I've never heard of before. Love it. Yep. Oh, never yeah. seen it. We'll yeah. have to do a separate show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that tells you a little bit about this movie. I'm not really sure. So, but. Um, yeah, that's what I got for uh, trivia. So right, um, yeah, I, I was gonna say, Bisbee's got, got, got a bunch in there. Two extra nuggets on this one. Yep. And before we get into that, we will introduce uh, the movie playing in the background, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives, and we actually just wrapped that up. 
and we're going to be popping in Friday part two because we were telling Brent about the boobs in that one. So I know you guys are sick of hearing this. You know, a lot of people will will listen to our shows like you know they'll they'll um, what's the word I'm looking for binge binge listen to them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like oh you guys just talked about that yesterday when I listened. Well, it's been like two months for us. Sure. So we're playing Friday two again so Brent can see the best pair of tits. On the silver screen. So, did, did you ever figure out what happened to the actress? I think we talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, she's still around. Remember, I Googled her and looked at her, and she's, you know, so good. She's old. All right, busy. Be, but, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? For other, other than, yeah. Drop some the, knowledge you know, nuggets all over. I want it running down Drunk Darius's chin. Whoa. Whoa. Dude. Drop your knowledge knowledge nuggets on his face. Uh, Come on. Yeah, so other than, you know, music does play a, a pretty good. Uh, part of this movie, whether they're actually interacting with it, but that Terry kid, uh, you know, typical like uh, stereotypical ginger, yeah, wore glasses, nerdy. nerdy, but he was into like heavy metal music. Yeah, like, I had a cousin D&D. like this too. It was just like dude. yeah. Uh, so there's a scene where he's got like he's he's reading um, the Bible. Not necessarily the Bible, but he's got this album. Right. And the actual album is to another metal band. Uh, the thrash, Sacrifix. Thrash metal. Yeah. yeah Sacrifix. 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 I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, other than that, um, again, the, I think the director wrote a, a comic for uh, Dark Horse. But, um, yeah, this movie is was near and dear to my heart. Uh, definitely messed with my brother and I's heads a little bit. We... Uh, uh, is your brother older or younger? Younger. Yeah. Max older. So, yeah, we get that confused a lot. But, no, we have definitely <laughs> watched this movie a few times. Very nice. Up. You're not going to get mad when we shit all over it, are you? No, I'm not ready to do the same. It's a fun movie. I'm not... Her, yeah, I think, you know, even within the first five minutes, you could just literally just crap all over this. Dude, the first, like, opening scene was so nostalgic. It was like every single movie I watched as a kid. It's Riding that bike down the street. Yeah, yep. Right, what's this comeback with like Stranger Things type? I've never seen Stranger Things, so don't even bring that bullshit oh, into the really? Yep. Well, that's a zinger I got for one of the other movies we're going to review. So, not a big deal on that. You know, you're not missing a lot, but at the same time, I think if you watch and review these sort of movies, that's what Stranger Things just yeah. a throwback to all these and I will I mean I know people that's near and dear a bunch of people's heart it's on my list so I think that's a sub thing going on with like America in general is like everything was just so into nostalgia it's all and so like yeah like oh well, you didn't really even live then so you're into it okay so saying the guy who's got a Super Nintendo behind him right now yes yep and I got a big stack of uh, Super Nintendo games. I got my regular Nintendo too, not hooked up here yet. Uh, PlayStation two and three games. So yeah, and one PlayStation one. We got we got all. Say, of them. Oh, that's old school. It's like man, that is uh, not really. But yeah, I will on. still. I'm gonna put this out there right now. I'll I'll put a nickel on the fact that there's nobody that can beat me in Mario Kart to this day. SNES. Well, what? Oh, SNES. Yep. Oh, okay. I'll bet you a fucking nickel nobody can beat me at Mario Kart SNES. Still to this day. Maybe. Yeah. You, you try me. You know, some wheel. of my neighbors. I will. I'll, I'll torch. Let's just bit. say you know you know uh, Neff and Anderson. They grew. They're my age. Grew up with that. They were talking mad shit. And it's not like I sit out here and play this. I haven't, I haven't played uh, 
<laughs> Mario Kart in like probably eight months. Dusted them both. Anyways, this fucking trail is going off the rail. Trail. This train's going off the rails. The, yeah. I, we're on the light stratosphere. We're, you know, I know. We're, I know. We're, we're Welcome to the, the Joe Blow Horror Show. <laughs> you wonder why our episodes are four hours long? Here you go. Okay, so let's get into it then. Um, I, I mean, anything else we want to jump into before we get into uh, breaking this bitch down? No, first scene right off the gate. I mean, I'm Boom. looking up at the house. Yep. It's got gutter protection right. on it. Does it really? It does. Yes, it does. In 1987? Yep, yep. I, I was shocked by that. But, yeah, I, I had to pause it. Like, so these two guys work for... Uh, Con- sure, sure, we're in that uh, exterior, exterior construction. improvement yeah, business. Yeah, construction yeah. company, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely... Uh, uh, you know, we look at uh, sets differently, I would think. Right. Like, yeah. It's pretty funny. I can't go on vacation without looking at somebody's like shingles and like, siding. I, and I, I, yeah, I can't walk a that. sidewalk without tripping over a crack because I'm looking up at the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so yeah, I guess let's let's jump into this then, Mister uh, Mister Degenerate. Come with the double D. Double D. Uh, okay. So, who, what's the name of our main character? Uh, Terry is Terry's the the, the, the buddy. Psychic. Yep. His sister is Al Alexandria. Colleague Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, oh my god, I can't even, even write of. it down either. Myself. I just wrote kid. Glenn. Okay. Yeah. So Glenn is our main character, and first scene we get Glenn. See, what do you think? He's like twelve. I would say 12, yeah. His sister's probably, what, 15, 16? Yeah. Probably six. Oh, she can drive, right? Yeah. I would yeah. say she's 16. So Glenn walks into an empty house, and he finds, like, fresh food on the table. Everyone's gone. Like a pot roast. You can't get more, like, Still steaming. all-American. Yeah, yeah, right? Stupid. Still steaming. The back door blows open, so he goes out the back, and he climbs into his treehouse. And then the treehouse gets struck by lightning. It's they, they make it sound like they make it seem all creepy and stuff. I, I will say the first thing I wrote down is, and I literally wrote this. I said definitely a creepy score sets the tone uh, when it needs to. So I mean, you get the opening scene where you got the kid rolling in with the bike, but then boom, shifts gear, and you get that that creepy music and that tone. And so I'm watching this and listening to it, and I'm looking at my kids at the same time. And my son's just sitting there, and then my daughter's doing this thing with her blanket. So, <laughs> you, I mean, it's crazy to see what just music alone does. Right. They, so it was pretty cool. We're, they make it seem creepy as fuck, even though nothing is really going on. And then all of a sudden, after a lightning strike, he wakes up in his bed, and it was all the dream. Dun, dun, dun. Or foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or both. Man, and tell me, was that not the rickiest fucking treehouse you ever saw in your life? My fat ass would have taken one step up that fucking that ladder, and that whole thing would have collapsed on me. I mean, dude, it looked like fucking Stevie Wonder put that thing together. Well, and the, and the thing is, it, it, yeah, the foreshadowing, the stupidness is like, oh, it wakes up, and then he rubs his eyes and looks out his window and what do you know it's like what seven in the morning and there's yep. already a crew like yeah. apart the tree that, yep. that fell over in the night and like oh 
this wasn't a dream. Was it a dream? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Full circle treehouses. Yeah. Both these movies. Yeah. And, and exactly, oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's another uh, one. The siblings, one is about the same age, the other one is, uh, you know, upperclassmen, yeah. freshmen almost. Oh, yeah. so shit. I'm telling you, this so is a lot. So, when you were talking about the parallels, I thought you were talking about summoning dudes. Exactly. That is fucking I'm weird. I was like, we got, going on here. We got tree houses, we got <laughs> siblings the same age, we got summoning uh, dude, that yeah, is not on purpose. No, it, it it's it's definitely in there. Sleep yeah, tight, that, motherfuckers. Uh, something's happening here. God, what's the other movie? Well, you keep going. I'm gonna look up the other movie that we are. Our minds are blown with how similar they were. Okay, so we get Glenn and his nerdy friend Terry. Terry, perfect nerdy friend name. They are. They're digging a hole in the backyard for some reason. No, so yeah, yeah. So, anyways, they that, that tree falls over. The lightning hits it. The crews and so all the freaking, stumps pull up. Freaking Glenn walks yeah. out in the middle of a you know chainsaw, and he's like, "Oh, let me just check this out." Doesn't make sense. So then Terry all of a sudden shows up, and he's like, "Hey, what's in the ground there?" And right. it's like this kind of hole that's pulsating. And, yeah, and Terry's kind of. We get the feeling that his home life isn't. Yeah, divorced parents. Mom left him. Yeah, Mom, yeah. Mom left. <laughs> you know, and that's true. What they said too is like, you know, the the um, the friends you had growing up that you when you and I were talking about this yeah. that had single parents, you always had the. It's like free reign. It's like whoever doesn't have full custody when they get them, it's like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah, we can do that, too. Oh, you want pizza? Yeah, have your friends over. It was the best. <laughs> All my friends. Right. And then yeah. she tries giving you meth. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then that you, that's how you get drunk Dariuses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you beat Down syndrome, though, so. I didn't beat right. the fuck out of Down Just syndrome. Just a chromosome. That's all it was. <laughs> Just <laughs> take that pill <laughs> put that back. Okay, so. Terry's mom didn't leave him. She died. Yeah, yeah. There, there's. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't. It didn't quite explain that. I, I didn't know if it was. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So whatever. They dig the hole looking for that shit. Uh, well, Terry. Well, Terry, right out the gates, like, oh, this is a geode. You can, you know, we gotta find. A, if there's more in here, let's find a big one. We can make money off. Of. Right. So, Glenn and his sister is Alexandra. Yeah, he calls her Al. She hates it. She's like, my name's Alexandria. Their par- Al- yeah. Anyways. Their parents leave for the weekend, and they're like, no parties. Cut to next scene. Alexandra's throwing a party for all her teenage friends. It, it, it's the classic formula. I mean, that Oh, yeah. Is- Super stereotypical. Yeah. But, you know, every single movie... Hey, quick fact. The geode capital of the world? Iowa. Keokuk, Iowa. Oh, that's... You know why? It's because that's on... I think that's on the east side. That's probably part of the riverbed of the Mississippi. The driftless Mississippi. territory where, yep. the, uh, where the glacier flattened yep. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to some college. Some college classes. <laughs> I, did, I did the college thing. <laughs> Anyways, what do you got, Dee? Okay, so while the party is going on, Glenn and Terry are hanging out, checking out this geode, and they bust it open. It's like glowing, and there's marks on it, like 
some kind of sacred marks that they try to decipher. And I mean, it's 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 dumb as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Continuity error I read on that was that it that it glowed more when they opened it than when it or something. It glowed more when it wasn't open. And then when they cracked it open, it didn't close. Yeah, because it's just like regular, was it quartz or whatever? No. When they fucking what happened it. was they broke it open at an etch a sketch, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. Oh, oh sure, yeah, sure. Oh, I know. Sketches. But for you young ins out yeah, there, and you were you were born playing with a fucking iPad, you youngin. Okay, but that's where the the markings come on the etch a sketch somehow. So they tried to decipher that. And so while that's happening down at the party, the all the teenagers are telling scary stories, and Glenn and Terry are spying on them. They try to do the light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Like the levitate. Mm-hmm. Have you guys done that before? Oh, sure. I think everybody yeah. has. Did well, it? I don't know about these fucking Gen X and. Millennials nowadays, but yeah, that was kind of a that was kind of a popular thing back then. Did it work for you? Gen X, you're what? Why? You're I'm millennial. No, I think I'm technically a millennial too. You're a millennial. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm the fucking tail, like very beginning. Did it work for you? I despise that millennial term for myself. Yeah, you fucking chumster. The (laughs) hey, old Trump. Hey, old Trump. Stiff as a board. Did that work for you guys when you did it? I don't fucking yeah, I, I did remember it. It, 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 it did work, and it, it, I went to summer camp and stuff, so all that that shit was you know. Was it just because a bunch of people are doing it? it yeah, it's basically yeah. you take your two you're like two fingers, right? <laughs> two fingers, one on your you do one, your knees on each couple. Two, you know, you get like five couple on the butt and a couple on the mouth and in the butt. Yeah, or you do the thumb in the butt. I can't remember. Yeah, you put yeah, one in so, my butt. I'll double tape real fast. Yeah, so Jock, Jock Man's like sees the two uh, kids spying. He's like, "Hey, little man, come here. I want to try something." They do the same thing, right? Well, they can't do it with like a teenager, so right. they do it for the little man. So Glenn gets down and he's right. They, they say some stupid thing, and all of a sudden, it's like he starts levitating. Yeah, he literally he freaks out, levitates. Breaks the, the fucking light. Grabs the light, breaks it. Yep. He's all concerned because the parents are out of town. He's like, oh, you're going to catch me. That would be for, I mean, tying this, we, we typically like to tie this into real life. Like, dude, the first time, like, how do you, a big party people, unless you're fucking trashed, you see someone literally floating up to the ceiling, that'd be like, okay, red flag. I've seen enough horror movies. All right, I'm, I'm going uh-huh. home. Bye, guys. Yep. Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, they just played off like, oh, whatever, man. Cool. I guess I right, they're all like, oh, it was, it was a trick. Like, no one believes it. Like, it really happened, basically, all the teenagers. <laughs> the dialogue is just... I mean, I even wrote it down. It was like, they all are talking like adults, but then they throw in, like, stupid, like, to make them sound younger. But it was clearly written by somebody right. not at right. all. Yeah, a little out of it, yeah. It was just a little too... Alright, so that happens, Glenn goes and cries, whatever. Then at night when they're sleeping, Terry sees his dead mom, which is kinda creepy. This part is creepy. And she's like beckoning him to come outside towards the front door. And he goes and hugs her. 
And then Glenn sees what's happening. Oh no, he sees the walls crawling. Remember that? Like, so it was something about the '80s with walls, where everything's always trying to push through. Yeah, like, rubber oh yeah, walls. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Frighteners, I think, did that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. yeah. The face. Mm-hmm. And then Terry, for some reason, tries to murder the dog. Oh, he does murder the dog. Angus. Yeah, so he, he's he's turning and he's holding his mom. He's hugging he her. And then the mom. next scene cuts. It's like, it's actually he's hugging the dog and then he drops the dog and the dog dies and everyone runs out of the room. It's like, what was the noise? And then Terry's like looking up at everyone. Right. I killed your dog. Terry murdered the dog and everyone's like, oh, it's okay. Like, no one gives a fuck, really. Like, it's, yeah, he oh, it's just oh, a dog. He old. Yeah, he, he was an old dog. I was like, oh, I'll be pissed off if my friend murdered my dog. Oh, you killed my dog. Angus. <laughs> All right, so the next day, kids or the parents still out of town. The sister goes to the mall. Uh, yeah, Glenn's a conflicted kid. He's like, wants to do good. Earlier, he almost burnt the house down because he shot a rocket. There's kind of a <laughs> theme going out through that he's just all loves playing with rockets and rocketry. Right. Yeah, so he's so you like, know, I should tell yeah. my parents about this. And they're like, come on, dude. We're out of town. No, he, he tries saying some weird shit's going on. No one believes him either. Right. Yeah, you, you know when, when they're focusing this much on rockets, it's going to play big towards the end of the movie, so... Alright, so Glenn sees the hole that they're digging at. It's smoking now. So he invites Terry over, who just murdered his dog. Dog killer. Terry somehow knows it's demons. He's like, oh, it must be demons. And he shows Glenn, like, the, the soundtrack where you play it backwards. And you can learn how to summon demons and shit. And how to put them back. Yeah, pause on that. There's a whole sub-thing that's called backmasking. It's big in the yes. 80s. There was like, it was a big scare. Kind of that old urban legend. The satanic panic. You know, and a record is actually a piece of vinyl that you put on a turntable, which is something that you like oh, that's play music on. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's actually very popular now. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's it's older, making a comeback. And I will say that for, I don't know why, but Adam Sandler, have you guys ever seen Little Nicky? Yes, and same thing. Oh the, the, that is what it reminds it, me it's, of. It's that whole throw, and that's what yep. they played into this, is is during that time, there was this whole thing. So there, I, I, I got a list. We'll go, go over it later of all the songs that actually have, you know, you play them backwards. That's, but and they have it hit, played, that's a good point. It played into that whole fear, and this movie did kind of like do a throw to that, where it's like, oh, whoa, you play this backwards, and... That was That's a big awesome. thing back then. It was yeah. people were people were taking it seriously, and then they pretty much, you know, the uh, government had to look in and pretty much now had to preview every album that came out and play it backwards to make sure there was no, no hidden hidden messages yeah. to screw with the youth. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I, I found that interesting. I, I personally, I I've always been in vinyl. I collect vinyl. I was doing it before it was cool, and all. Whatever, but do you still do you still listen to vinyl? And yeah, yeah, at least uh, you know two, three, four times a week. No yeah, shit. Yeah, I've got a whole setup downstairs. Used to, I think I probably got about two thousand albums now, but I used to have probably well over like forty five hundred. Holy shit! Yeah, my buddy's dad had was a 
um, he was like an estate uh, furniture like buyer. But he'd go to these estate sales and he started to end up like buying like buying people's vinyl. giant collections of music. And he had a cool shop in Iowa City and he had the, one of the largest collections in the county that we lived in. Damn. And I just started like hanging out, sorting them with him. And I, he'd pay me in records. I got a uh, turntable tattoo on my leg. Uh, yeah, I used to DJ a lot. But yeah, I, I definitely listened to vinyl. That's, so I've got this weird... So I, I mean, I was going to bring some Halloween uh, vinyl tonight too. Oh, like dude. I collect a lot of old like Disney sound effects records from the fifties. No shit. Like I, I yeah, I'm I'm in deep. It's dude. It's that's out. so I've got. I have uh, a couple horror movie uh, soundtracks, like uh, Friday, the, uh, not Friday, the, um, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Oh Dawkins yeah. did the soundtrack. Da- yes, yes. I got that. I've got a. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Damn. Dude, I've got some cool Halloween. I could sweet. do a whole Halloween like set. It, it's it's my goal to have I don't know why, but like I have this this dream. So I will have a cabin up in northern Minnesota on a lake. Mm. And and I will have like it's it's gonna be old school, um it's gonna be like a big fireplace. I, I just picture myself like drinking a two hundred dollar that's her. That welcome to sorry to interrupt folks but we're we're showing brent uh, friday too with the uh uh hottest ass and the best pair of tits on the silver screen so but no my dream is um to have a cabin up in northern minnesota i just picture myself like drinking a 200 dollars bottle of fucking whiskey or scotch up there playing some like tool on vinyl or some shit oh man that's my goal anyways nobody cares about that but yeah all right let's let's get get in the movie (laughs) let's get back on we'll see her again Okay. So he plays the records backwards. He hears something. He's like, right, right. So Terry's into all this demonology shit. And then uh, the sister's boyfriend is somehow responsible for taking care of the dead dog. So he's driving the dead dog around looking where to dump it, basically. And, and you knew this was a clusterfuck the second he was going to take care of it. Let's just... And so it cuts to Terry and Glenn listen to music, and Terry's like, the only way to reverse the curse is, or only way to summon the demons if you put a sacrifice in the hole. And then we get the boyfriend <laughs> driving around with the dead dog. We're talking about the movie still, right? Yes. I've, I've, I've put a lot of sacrifices in the hole. Billions of them, I think they say. I'll sacrifice you right now. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're so, not talking about your sister's hole. Uh, but the, yeah, anyways, yeah. let's keep going. The boyfriend, after Terry see, says this, the boyfriend comes back to the house, sees the hole, is like, oh, just bury the dog in that. There's a sacrifice. Right, it takes two sacrifices to awaken the, the gate, basically. I don't know if it's two. I think yes, it is. Yep. 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 And it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be uh, a human form, remember. Right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so Glenn and Terry go back to the hole and it's covered. It's like, oh, problem solved. Someone filled the hole. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry, no, sorry. So Glenn's sister was supposed to go to the mall, but said she went and bought him a... Rocket stuff because he's into rockets and shit. Came back and bought him like rocket fuel. 
Uh, they set up the rocket. Sister has her friends over for a sleepover, but it's these two twin sisters that the brother fights with, Glenn fights with the twin sisters. As he naturally would, because he's, he's at the age now where he doesn't realize, like, you know, fast forward a couple of years and Glenn's going to be, hey, what are you guys yeah. doing today? Right. <laughs> Push the girl on this playground because you like her. Yeah. And this is a very non-PC movie I wrote down because... Oh, yeah, he, when he calls them fags. He calls them retarded. Yeah. And then they call him faggy. Yeah, well, the next morning when they're eating breakfast, like, they're chatting, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, fag. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Or nowadays, it's kind of cringy, but maybe back then it was normal, I'm sure. Uh, okay, so... We got Glenn, Terry, the sister, and her two twin sister friends. It's that night. Glenn is reading through. He gets this dark book from Terry. It's like a demon Bible, basically. Says uh, there's a demon that will be awakened that has unlimited size and power. Uh, then we see a shadow of a monster, like, kind of coming up the stairs. We don't see the monster, we just see a shadow. And I will say that the, the one thing I, I wrote down to remind myself is this movie, I mean, there's, I can appreciate a slow burn, but then there's this movie, and man, does this movie take its fucking time with the setup. I yeah. mean, it, the, the movie is only 85 minutes, which is pretty short mm-hmm. in a movie, but... Man, they 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 definitely take their time. Yeah. I think it's about it, like budget. Like they can't probably cost a lot more to show the monster a bunch. Well, but I'm not saying the monster. I'm just saying that it took so much time with the initial setup, with the opening scene to when you really start getting into the meat of things. Because I mean, there's so much. I mean, you can't even call it character development because it really. I guess the only character it really does develop is Glenn, but. Maybe a little bit with Terry, but it kind of just throws in the twin sisters and the boyfriend at some point. But then they never play a fucking a role. They're you know, I mean, they, they spend time the with them, but they yeah, they do. don't they don't really they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. The movie essentially focuses on Glenn, Al, and Terry, but they spend so much time with the setup of you know the sister and her friends, um, and I feel like. If you're gonna spend that much fucking screen time on people like that, you need to tie them into like the main story. Yeah. I mean, other than having fucking the the, the boyfriend or whatever, you know, drive the dog around. Well, they like, they suffered from the Hollywood at that time. Yeah. You know, the classic game was yeah. house party, uh, friends, the jock, the you know comedic relief of the twins. Yeah. I guess, but yeah. Yeah. It, it, it fell it, short. Yeah. And again, for a movie that's only 85 minutes long, it, it mm-hmm. I was expecting. I did. It felt very slow. It felt, yeah, it felt long for an 85-minute movie. So, but anyways, keep going, Mr. Mr. Drunk Darius. Uh, okay. What are we going to tap into next? Uh, the Confluence or the, the Pumpkin? Pumpkins and Wait. That, that, that one you, you'll definitely want for the end. <laughs> so we got okay, so okay. Glenn gets awakened by something hitting his window. It opens it up, and it's a bunch of bats attack him. He runs down to find his sister. And... 
They find something in his bed, something furry, take the covers off, and it's the dog that died that was buried in the backyard, and it's smoky for some reason. (laughs) Then a giant ugly hand from under the bed grabs Glenn, and they escape the hand, run, run away, run out, run out the front door. To where they see their parents, and they see their dad and mom's there, and Glenn runs up to his dad. So did you, did you when you guys saw this part? Did you were you like, oh, this is a fucking a dream? I don't know, I don't, not not real kind of thing. I you know, if I, I if was, I was actually that. more like of the movies I've seen, I was like, okay, another dream sequence, right? Great. It's kind of it's kind of a scarier part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, so, it actually did. It actually got to be decent there. He runs up to his dad, gives his dad a hug, and then the dad says, You've been bad. And then he starts like choking Glenn. Yeah, picks him up, chokes him. Yeah. Chokes, chokes the fuck. When Brain got choke a bitch. <laughs> so, your cups, boys. Uh, so Glenn puts his hands on his dad's face, and the dad's face like turns into goo, basically. Like, Starts pouring out blood and shit. That was pretty cool. I like that scene. Yeah, like grabbed him by the eyes, poked his eyes in, and the goo comes out, looks at him, and then looks back at his dad and just melts into like... That's why one of the good things about the 80s was the special effects. Like now we have uh, CGI and shit, but... Yeah, I think they would have focused now if they redid that. It'd be a lot more like he's... Really pressing in on his eyes and doing that. This was like okay. Next scene is like the the classic eighties like face melt. Where it's like, right. You know. So yeah, that that definitely kicked it up a notch. I thought that was like okay. Now we're into you know eighties horror. And, then, and talk about great practical effects. Yeah. Because I was impressed. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. And the mom starts laughing hysterically. Like, ha ha ha. So well, Glenn's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, Dad's head falls off somehow. Pretty cool. Uh, they all run back inside. And then... About this movie, the demons just attack, like, conveniently. Like, they don't just keep coming. Like, oh, here's an attack, and then you run and hide, and then we wait for you for a little bit, and then they attack again. Yeah, even this part was kind of drawn out, because, I mean, you saw those little fucking minions how many different times. I mean, part of me wants to just kind of jump to a few of the, the, the main kind of scenes where you see them, but, I mean, yeah, there's really 20 minutes from here to about 20 minutes, there's only, like, two main things that happen. Right. I call them baby mutants because they look like uh-huh. babies. Yep. But mutants. Yeah. So that's why I call them baby mutants. mutants. Right. <laughs> a little on the nose. But <laughs> okay. So they're, they're all inside. So the sister goes out to check out shit for some reason and then she gets attacked by the baby mutants. Uh... Phone rings, answer it, and this is dad's voice says, you've been bad. Phone explodes. Right. Yeah, it kind of like melts into, 
that was actually a pretty cool little thing they did too. I mean, a little not on practical effects. I can definitely appreciate you know, a movie. You, you, you're bringing up that they actually it's it was an effect. You know, it was a they molded yep. a phone and they melted, they melted it. it. It's cool. And you can tell the way they shot it. it. Looked like it was on the wall, but they shot it with the camera yep. on the ground. Yes, where it melts. It's eighties melt. I mean, that's what it's, it is. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. That, that, there's a reason the eighties are the best decade of horror. Arguably, I might argue that two thousand tens are, but that's a different show. No. Sure, it's, it, it's different. Uh, so they figure out they have to close the gate to get these fucking zombies, love redheads, demons out of here. Is that yeah, fuck yeah, it is. That's a ginger and a half. Uh, they go to get the spell book. The Necronom. Oh, that's a different movie. Not the Necronomicon. Basically the same thing. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, pretty right. Much. We're also the same book in Hereditary about Pan. I mean, they're all in the same. It's all the Demon Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what chapter are you in? The Demon chapter of Psalms or Leviticus? Okay, so the, the Bible. They decide to read the Bible out. Side of the okay. whole, yes, yeah. They come up with a brilliant plan. They're like, "Well, just read a Bible verse instead." Yeah, right? Like, how that one? even came? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just Preparation read a Bible H does verse. feel good on the whole. <laughs> okay, and the whole starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, okay, well, while they read the Bible verse and. Terry slips and falls in. <laughs> was the whole oozing anything at this point? Yeah, it was oozing uh, douchebag. Seeping? I don't know, dude. Moist. Terry falls in the hole. Supple. Which yeah. this hole is supposed to be like to hell, basically. But it's only like 30 feet deep. Is it- was this supposed to be to hell? I well, thought it was like more of a like a like a uh, like a gateway, like a, a gate. figurative gateway. The gate. I yeah. mean, they don't. Full they always say the hole, but it's the freaking gate. <laughs> I love. I love it when movies like it's like no, let's just name it the gate. And they don't even mention it at all. Psych Troll Two, which we're gonna cover. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be called Goblin. Uh, okay, so Terry falls in this twenty foot deep hole. And the little seals up. The baby monsters or mutants come after him. It was a tight hole. And he starts crawling out. They eventually get him out of the hole. There's a whole like dramatic shit that took like fucking forever. Like just right. climb yeah. out of there, Terry. He falls in the hole, and then the, he, the one of these little mini demons comes up, and he's like, "Hey, hi." He's yeah. like, uh, "Hi." And the one runs up, bites his leg, and he. Kicks it out, and all of a sudden, next scene, he's out of the hole. It's like, this is... That's what I don't like about tiny fucking demons. Like, I can beat the fuck out of tiny demons. I could... Yes, I can. Like, how many many tiny demons could you beat up? I mean... All of them? I mean... How how many do you think you could beat up? I mean, are we talking like... Are we talking like Gulliver's Travels? Let's say 20 to 50. All of them. I don't... I think you wear wear yourself out. I I think 20 could take you down, dude. No. 20 easily could take you down. Well, we saw in the movie that when they, they, you know, you cut their arm off, they turn into little worms and grow back. Yeah, like... They can turn into a bigger thing. I was going to say, they look like Ural larvae that I go ice fishing with in wintertime, so I just Uh, throw them on a fucking hook and catch me a big one. All right, Terry gets out of the hole, 
throws the Bible in the hole. It sets on fire. For some reason, I don't know why, they don't explain why a Bible thrown into the hole sets everything on fire. Why would they do that at first? It sets it all on fire, and we're meant to believe that it's all done. Everything's fine. And they go back into the house where the twin sisters are hiding. And they're hiding in the closet, whatever. They're just... They got garlic they, I mean, they're, 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 and they yeah. got, they're holding up a cross made of... Yeah, typical... Of yeah. So, I mean, and we should say that this is, like... I mean, the... I only wrote down a few things watching yeah, this movie. Um, and I wrote down, actually, I see twice about how drawn out it is. <laughs> Which well, means it's kind of boring. It's like 10 minutes for Terry to climb out of that fucking hole. Right? Yes, yeah. So, but I mean, this, it's, it's, this is, the movie's almost in two parts because you have like the introduction and then, I mean, you know, typically you have a three-part act movie. This is, the ending is so fucking convoluted that I just kind of put this into two separate parts. You have the pre-demons and the post-demons. Right. And the post demon part still is even so fucking drawn out. I mean, there's, but yeah, I mean, this. The one thing I will say is that uh, I did read that article that talked about. Oh, I forget. So I forgot to say earlier when we we're talking about horror movies, you know, to watch with your kids or whatever. The Gate was on was on it. Really? So yeah. So Little Monsters and The Gate was on it, but they didn't define what quote unquote kid was. So, obviously, I'm thinking, like, I mean, obviously, my four-year-old is too young. But I'm thinking, like, you know, six to eight, maybe, starting out. This definitely is not a movie for six to eight-year-olds. Well, early in the it's movie, Taggy and retarded in it. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get yeah, fucking suspended from school nowadays saying this <laughs> yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dad made me watch a movie the other night. <laughs> uh, no, but early in the movie, Terry was saying, like, yeah, you know, when uh, they built this house, it was Worker that died. Oh, so did, did you did you gloss, did you so gloss over like, that part? I did. But so yeah, and, and again, this is why I chose the movie because this is what really messed with my my brother and I growing up's head is that you know had somebody buried in the wall. And yeah. All this. So I'm like, when is this scene? What the hell? Yeah. We're a half hour left in the movie, and I'm like, I did I pick the wrong movie? I'm starting to th- re, re, you know think why I even recommended this. So again, that that third act is like you got a half hour left. What is going to happen? Yeah. You've already resolved like all these things. <clears throat> yeah, like, you did gloss over that. that. That there was a couple pretty cool scenes. I mean, no, so, it's coming up. Oh, so we oh we didn't gloss over the well we glossed over the, the foreshadowing. Yeah, like Terry yes. and okay. the dad grabs uh, Glenn and says, you know, Terry has been through a lot this last year. Maybe he's he's just he's making in a dark, sure, uh, dark yeah. place, and you shouldn't listen to this, what he says. Okay, so uh, the sister's boyfriend comes over with friends, and the sister's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" So they all leave with the twin sisters. So now we just got Terry, Glenn, and the sister. And then Terry and Glenn are playing with the geode, and uh, construction worker falls out of the wall. It's the zombified, yeah. right, right? Like a dead guy. And Terry's like, what the fuck? I just made that up. But he doesn't say what the fuck. But he's like, I just made that up. I didn't know there's actual construction worker, worker in the wall. And 
It's a zombie. I was like, man. I was right. Like, it is a zombie. I think that that alone made me score this one point higher that has a zombie in it. So yeah, it, the zombie pulls Terry through the wall, and Glenn can't get to him. Yeah, the wall seals up, but miraculously, right. It's drywall, Glenn. Bust through it. I mean, Glenn goes to get his sister. She hits the construction worker. Yeah, she's doing her hair in the mirror, getting ready because they're like, "Oh, we had a long night. Let's just go." And he's like, "Let's watch TV and whatever." Sees the zombie in the back of the mirror. Right, and then she busts him up, and he turns into like ten of those mutant baby zombies. Not just a zombie. (laughs) Well, she well she shoots him. Are you? T- are, are we? No, on this? no, no. Okay. Then Terry or Glenn goes to get his dad's gun. Yeah. Terry pipe pops yeah, really? out of like the shotgun. We were happy in this movie. Uh, lock your guns up. Uh, Let's go get dad's gun. Oh yeah, I know where it's at. Terry's kind of creepy on this point when he's like zombified and comes out yeah. and bites. Yeah. And uh, so the sister stabs Terry. With the Barbie doll leg, yeah, Which in, I have in, his, in his eye. And yes, I did hey, that. I can account. You can stab somebody with the Barbie. Doll. Which, <laughs> oh yeah, I wrote down. I don't know if this is intentionally funny or not because I thought it was pretty funny, stabbing someone with the Barbie leg. They, they don't it, make them like they used to. I'll tell they, you that they were sharp objects. I do, I can account for that. I I remember my sister had. The old school Barbies, at least the ones before they had joints, had like like a little metal yeah in the leg. Yeah. And so yeah, I remember because our dog chewed one up one time, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's a little chunk of metal in there. So yeah, you could I could see you fucking. I think it's intentionally funny. Oh yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, okay, so Glenn and the sister hide in the closet, and then the construction worker pulls her through the wall again. So it's just Glenn now, and he. Basically thinks the whole world's over because he fucked up. Uh, then he remembers he has a special model rocket. It's like, yeah. oh, this is going to save the world. And there was a lot of foreshadowing to this, too. Like like B was saying before, I mean, the whole movie was based upon rockets. I mean, it's like him and his sister, you, you know, they, they, were, they were playing the Tucson or... Uh, Two sides of the same coin, if you will, in yep. that, you know, they are brother and sister, older, younger, they hate each other, but they bond over one thing, and it's shooting rockets off. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, he at one point had a rocket that he had, you know, wrapped up and was going to give her as a gift. And um, his dad s- took away this special rocket yep. and said he threw it away, and then he found it earlier in the movie. Yep. It's like, oh, it's still here. So he's like, oh, that's that a rocket. big fucking rocket, too. I think it was like oh, yeah. fucking four foot long. I had a rocket. Very fun. Uh, Rad rocket, Sparky. So, he, for some reason, he thinks this rocket is going to save the world, which it does. Uh, <laughs> then, okay, so they need a couple of sac- human sacrifices, and they got Terry and the sister. So now there's giant fucking demons coming out comes out like to the middle of the house and it's the same one that was on the album cover where it looks like a mixture of a fucking demon and like a like a tadpole or some bullshit yeah it's it's a little wonky but it's got t-rex arms though 
Yeah, it did. It had yeah, I did not notice that. Well, it had like like bigger arms and it had like mini T Rex arms that are just fucking useless. Oh, like the guy from Mortal Kombat. And a tadpole. Goro? Yeah. Not even close yeah. to Goro. But it like had four arms. I would say it was like two and a half. Right. Uh, but it throws to that that metal eighties album mm-hmm. art with yeah. all kind of that weird like yeah. you know almost Norse god type thing like they were really thrown yeah. into that fantasy art. Yeah. So the demon picks up Glenn by his ankles and just kind of just drops him and leaves him for some reason. But he had eyeballs in his hands. Well, it patted him on the head though. I think that that was a big. Something that we got... Oh, fucking goddamn claw hammer in the back of the head. All right, then, like, colored smoke shoots out of this <laughs> Sorry, hole. we were watching Friday 2 in the background. But, no, yeah, the demon... I, I think it's important to note that he the demon thing does, like, kind of give him a pat on the head. It's like, hey, thanks for... For releasing me, yeah. basically. Yep. So the demon's going to take over the world. And colored smoke shoots up from the hole into the sky, like purple smoke or something. And so... It's kind of spreading across the whole world. And this is when Glenn's like, oh, my rocket's going to save the day again. For some reason, the rocket works. Uh, he grabs yeah, it rocket okay. fuel that his sister got him earlier in the day and puts it in his special rocket. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, so he climbs down these broken stairs. It's kind of drawn out because the demon's there. And he's struggling to get down the stairs. And finally, Demon looks at him, opens his mouth like, whatever. Glenn shoots a rocket into his mouth. Well, it goes into his chest, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. right. He shoots the demon into his chest, the rocket into the demon's chest. Uh, Demon dramatically explodes. It's like one of those cut scenes where like it blows up seven times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get like the light shooting out and different. Yeah. yeah, and then Glenn gets launched out of the house, so he's out in the yard now. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Glenn gets like all of a sudden he's just constantly like out of his element. He doesn't know like what just happened. <laughs> I will say too, when you see him get fucking thrown out, like it looked like it should have broken every single bone in his body. He gets launched like, dude, three houses away. Yeah, basically. But also going into the next flick, he's another wild. thing where it's like this person's dead, mm-hmm. going like through yeah. jumping out. Yeah. It's like, this is... At least they explain it better in the next one. Yeah, yeah a little bit, yeah. yeah. A little better writing. So he gets launched away, and the dark clouds from the smoke clear up. Somehow that worked. Shooting his rocket into the demon works. He comes back, and everyone that died or got taken away, sister, Terry, and even the fucking dog are all alive. And it's a happy ending. The end. And the best happy ending is if you want to watch Friday the 13th Part 2 around 45 minutes in, you get to one of the best scenes in there. So, anyways, back to the gate. You know, I, you know, rewatching again, nostalgic, of course. I, you know, I'm probably bringing more on a, you know, 
clear 20 year, 30 year cycle I'm watching a movie and how it might have messed with my head. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I classify this as like a real scary movie at all. Just kind of when a, you're when you're a kid. I mean, it depends when you watch it too. Yeah. You know, 40, 46 minutes and two seconds. I think exactly. it's fun. Yeah, so here's the thing, too, because I, I listen to some podcasts where you have these guys that literally watch these movies like two or three times a year. Yeah. And then, you know, you're not going to lose that nostalgia factor because it is what it is every time you watch it. Whereas with us, we have these movies and um, it's perfect. And <laughs> you watch them years after and i don't want to use the term disappointment but it is a disappointment because mm-hmm. you remember back to what it made you feel as a kid oh, this movie was fucking scary this movie you know freaked me out it was super good and then you watch it now and you know it's like oh that was cheesy and it was drawn out and it yeah was and, and think about how many more movies you have under your belt and how yeah. stories get told i just think that this suffered from they, they probably had a bigger story. They cut it down to 85 minutes, and I've never seen an 85-minute movie that long. Right. Yeah. In right. that, like, yeah. just horrible sidetrack. Kind of like this podcast, just going off. <laughs> right. Some, just non- You've got like, a set. This is what they wanted when they wrote and directed it, and you're off the fucking rails the whole time. But the real <laughs> thing with this movie is it played into that 80s, like, demonic play the record backwards like hey i've got a i'm gonna i can pitch this movie with this alone before the news before we we uh finish wrapping this up you want to let us know what those songs are yeah yeah so i i I was super interested in that and i've actually you know this hit me pretty close to home as a kid too stairway to heaven number one stairway to heaven uh the quote is playing it backwards Here's to my sweet Satan. Uh, next is Sticks, Snowblind. Uh, the one playing backwards in the song is Satan Moves Through Your Our Voices. A classic one, Beatles Revolution number nine. Turn me on, dead man. Turn me on, dead and man. And these are like the most mellow mm-hmm. fucking bands ever. It's not like I, you're hearing it from well, like death metal. Well, it gets in there. Uh, Slayer. Hell well, yeah, I mean, you expect it from, you know, I mean, come on. you're right. I mean, you're, you're literally We're talking about the Beatles and fucking Sticks and... A good one, which I thought was funny, was a Soundgarden, which was the song was 665. I mean, you're going to expect something, right. but this one is, I love you, Santa. Baby, Santa is my king. So, <laughs> like, I think that's even Chris thing. Cornell was like, right. fuck this, I'm going to do a, a lyric that's going to make people think. <laughs> that's fucking cool. Uh, and then... Uh, Pink Floyd, Empty Spaces. This one's kind of neat. Congratulations, you've just discovered the secret message. Please send your answer to Old Pink, Care of the Funny Farm. Chalfron. That one's definitely real. And so the story with that was that it was a throw to Sid Barrett being in the nut house. Oh, yeah. And you're not going to get you know right. a, a letter back because this guy's you know, mm. Sid Barrett. Uh, Cradle of Filth. Dinner at the yeah. Deviant's Place. Love yeah. this one. Uh, playing it backwards, you got listening to the Lord's Prayer backwards will send you straight to a fiery stake in the days of the Puritans. I fucking love, love it. Love that. Love it. And then, um, well, the last one was 
that that kind of started this whole scare was Judas Priest. Yep. Better you or better by you, better than me. In the dead of night, love bites, uh, and then says, "Do it." So this was and that was the big thing. thing was do it. Right. Do that's it. what and they. That's where the legal ramifications yep, come. Led to the bandstand trial it. in 1990 after two uh, <coughs> men committed suicide, allegedly prompting by the band's message. So yeah. that uh, back back masking is what that's called. Go to the wiki, look that up. You're gonna get a whole like good hour of just uh, looking at God. Up. That's a fucking wormhole. Awesome. I would get stuck way down into for my own. This just was like I was like, oh, man, you gotta, you cool. gotta, you gotta try that with one oh, of those yeah. records. I, actually, I've got like three of these records for sure, and I can oh, easily dude, do that. Great. I was trying to put together a, a, a playlist on YouTube with these actually things, but they're all taken down because they're. Obviously, still right. Yeah, you by the trouble. Music. I suppose. So, yeah, you to play it backwards. You can't, you can't do that. But yeah, look into that, kids. Uh, grab your parents' record player and start messing around. Mm-hmm. Or grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I mean, back to the gate. Yeah. I mean, well, you you were on it. You were on a good good rant there. Why don't you finish off what you were saying, and then drunk Darius and I will do it, and then we'll rate it. So I mean, what, what do you want to? end with with this movie before rating <laughs> yeah i think i think this, um again it it uh it had all the classic makings of an 80s movie right. not a horror movie but i'm gonna take house party parents gone the thing i think the main theme of the movie too was strained relationship between Sibling. A sibling, but at the end they come together. So take Goonies. I mean, yep. It's the same plot or same like story or, or arc as Goonies is that at the end we're friends. And guess what? Glenn's going to be dating your best friend in a year yeah, or so. Right. That's Stranger Things, too. Right yeah, now, yeah right? exactly. Never seen Goonies, so. Yeah. That's what, what Stranger Things is. I mean, it's. What? I mean. I know it's offensive. But yeah, I, I, know, I know what you're saying. Exactly. That's criminal. That's, that is is basically the good thing about the eighties movies is this movie. It's fun. It's a fun movie. I will say that. Yeah, it it, it actually is wholesome. Like it yeah. actually does put a bow on things. It, it, it and that's just it. Is I like movies myself that actually make you question the ending. Like, uh, did it? Really? You know, Ooh. is this the real end? Right. I've got I like the ones that are like I'm like where you're pissed off. You're like this didn't have a resolution. I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend a movie to you then after uh, after this uh, episode. After you pause and yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna watch it. Have you so seen John show. dies at the end? No. Okay. I, that sounds familiar. Hmm. It's not really horror. It's kind of horror. Well, drunk Darius, what are your final thoughts on the gate? Uh, I think it's really fun. I think it's really dumb, but it's fun. Yeah, I I, I, I could. You could drink like a you know bunch of beers, watch this, laugh at it, yeah. same time and be like, Whoa. you're not gonna be. There are some scary parts, but yeah, you're not this, gonna be really scared. I was just saying this. If, if like what you're saying, uh, busy B with this one. Yeah, this would be you'd be drinking a lot of beers with your buddies and laughing at how cheesy it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so drawn out. I mean, I could picture myself in college playing P and A with this on in the background mm-hmm. because it's it's so drawn out. Um, you know, I mean, 
I agree. It was fun. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It it uh, screamed '80s right from the get go. You get the kid racing down the fucking neighborhood yeah. on his pedal bike, and you get the scene. You know, knew right away. I mean, this was. I would call this probably. I mean, even though it wasn't technically, I'd call it like a first watch from because I'd seen it so long ago. I don't even know if I saw it in its full um, thing, but I knew right away that that was a dream sequence or that part wasn't true and it screamed 80s good practical effects threw in some really cheesy shitty like cg whatever you want to call it claymation in there but overall uh it was a it was a decent movie i will say that um i did rate this uh well do you guys have anything before we get into ratings no so i did start out at a six and a quarter at this one, and you guys talked me down to a six. So ultimately, I'm I'm ending with a six out of ten with this one here. So you know, in the way, as far as rating skills go, I know you might want to give us a little uh, context on where you're coming from. But the way I rate everything is, is five is an average movie, which five isn't a bad score. Five is just average, and when you take average and you watch 100 horror movies a year, it is what it is. So yeah. a six is better than average yeah. uh, as far as that goes. So, yeah, yeah I'm coming at a six. I also will give it a six, but in the context of the movie, like, don't expect a serious movie. Like, Right. Know what it is. Watch it for what it is. And it's tough, too, because I, I'm one of those people where I, there's people out there, again, I mean, we're kind of beating a dead horse. We just talked about this, but there are people out there that will, I don't rewatch movies. I, I have a pretty impressive DVD collection, and I'm almost embarrassed to say I can count on one hand how many times I've seen all those movies. I just really don't rewatch a lot of movies. So, um, you know, when I watch a movie, it is what it is. I've got a pretty good memory uh, of that. So when you go to watch these movies that are 80s, 90s, and you watch them when you're at a young age or 70s, 80s, however old you are, you, you watch it and you're going to remember the feels it gave you at that at that time. And when you go to rewatch it, you know, a lot of people use that term, does it hold up? Well, obviously, like we talked about earlier, the movies that are out today, I mean, look at Hereditary. I mean, that's a way fucking... Way different than anything you've ever seen in the eighties and nineties. So, yeah. not necessarily yeah. ruins other movies for you, but just with the expertise it's done, with how how detailed he is in the preparation, yeah, and yeah. the score and everything. The, the it's hard. It's yeah, it. yes, yeah. it's it's hard to compare. And I will be the first one to admit that I have a problem when it comes separating those yeah. scores. So I I will say that I do score older movies a little bit less unless they are the nostalgia ones that i really grew up with then <clears throat> you know for example one of my all-time favorite movies is dawn of the dead mm -hmm. spoiler alert i'm going to give that one a t 10 out of 10 every time yeah is that yeah. the original or the remake gotta be the original dude I, I i absolutely love the remake as well too i i heard the remake is really good it's too. phenomenal yeah, yeah. way uh, different i like the remake. anyways yeah i'm going off on a tangent but yeah i mean Six isn't a bad score. It's no, and I'm gonna be unanimous too. It's a six for me yeah. as well. You do have to play in the fact that where that was at in the timeline yep. of even filmmaking, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it took some, it had a little bit of budget behind some right. of the effects. It had a, it also, I think the thing that kept it too was that I don't think that the people behind it actually, you know, had the writing in the fact that they're using writing for 80s movies for right. a horror movie instead of writing a horror movie. They dumbed it down to be like, we're going to placate to the audience. That yeah, because for other movies. Yes, because yeah, that Michael Nan I think his name was Michael Nankin, if I remember right. Yeah, he he was not a horror yeah. writer. He he was it's a writer. Yeah. So it makes sense when you were saying I think right away we were talking about how you know some of the, the dialogue didn't really match up right. Right. And, it's stupid things like, Oh, but daddy and yet they're talking like adults <laughs> all the time and they 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 throw in the last line to make them sound even younger where right. It's like this This was written by somebody who is cranking out scripts for any movie. Hey, I'm going to insert yeah. this dialogue here. And it, yeah, it suffered from that looking at it now. But, you know, looking back in the, uh, the scheme of things, I think six out of ten is a, a pretty good score for, for that. Yeah. Okay. I Anything else, Mr. DD? Yeah, I got something to say right now. <clears throat> I got to pee. Okay, well, that wraps up uh, The Gate. We'll be back in a couple minutes here with uh, Horror Happenings and our final feature. Hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom. Boom. Mm, That was incredible. Is it good for you? (laughs) I've had better. (laughs) 